Well, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of the Sports Cave. You're here with your host, Robbie, along to my co-host, not as handsome as me, Kyle. And then, ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the legend. He resides out of Toronto, not Ontario, Toronto, Canada. Ladies and gentlemen, it's our hockey analyst. And when I say analyst, purely the anal and then the S part just comes right after that. It's Zach Roden. Zach, and how are you after a splendid weekend for you, my friend? How are you doing today in this lovely Monday? Well, after that horrendous joke you just tried to make there, I don't know. True. Somehow I'm doing worse. <laughs> well, let me check to make sure your audio is working here on Twitch because you know how this thing goes, Kyle. You know. True. If I, I, uh, you can hear me. We are absolutely perfectly clear. We are absolutely perfectly clear. Uh, So, I mean, we got a lot of breakdown in hockey. uh, And by we, I mean Kyle. Because I don't know dick about hockey, as we all know. Um, But first, I just, I want to check, I want to check on your mental health. I really don't. No, I won't lie to you. It was a, it was to wear the jersey of a rapist. First of all. (laughs) There is a huge difference between rape and sexual assault, okay? <laughs> Second of all, you got to quit it, you know? And he, they, Browns have this guy starting the first five weeks. Guess what their record is, Robbie? It's 5-0, and oh, okay? 0-5. Oh, nope. Bailey Zappi, better but anyways, than... Anyways, yeah, it was, a, uh, it was a tough weekend this weekend. I, uh, I had to watch the Jays lose uh, back-to-back games to get eliminated. And also another little stinger was uh, when they were up 8-1 in game two, mm-hmm. it was looking so promising, I decided to purchase me some tickets for game three. Are you able to get the money back? Uh, to be honest, you, it's on my buddy's card, so that's probably a problem for him. Our boy but, uh, Trevor is checking in from an airplane as Trevor – Kyle, we know an Eagles fan. He went to Arizona to go watch the Eagles defeat the Arizona Cardinals, and he's on a plane ride back to Miami from Phoenix. Trevor, safe travels and congrats on the victory. I mean, uh, if I remember correctly, Trevor, you weren't so big on uh, Jalen Hurts. I don't think anyone was. <laughs> it was good this year. <laughs> that team looks stacked this year, too. MVP. He's a front runner right now. He's killing it. Uh-huh. He's killing it. Definitely. Him and Bailey Zappi for MVP, right? Yeah, Absolutely. Bailey, Bailey's Nick, uh, way better, way better, like significantly better, significantly better than Jacoby Brissett. Oh, thousand percent. You know, what? I'll say this about Jacoby Brissett. Okay. And I'm sure you haven't watched one snap of Browns football this year. Yeah. So you don't Red, know zone. What, Red what, zone. Red zone. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Okay. Debatable. I'll say this. 98% of the game, Brissett's doing exactly what he needs to do out there. He's making the plays. It's, it's those clutch plays in the fourth quarter where he, forgets how to play football. Like it's just the interceptions against Atlanta when he takes that sack for like 12 yards, which you cannot do, takes him out of field goal range, and then he throws the pick, trying to make a crazy freaking play. And then last week, he has a chance to run this fucking ball in. Maybe not to get a touchdown when they're in the fourth quarter deep down or late later in the game. Maybe he's not going to get a touchdown, but he's damn right going to get a first down. Might take a little bit of a hit. And then they get a touchdown, they win that game. Instead, what does he try to do? He runs, stops right before the line of scrimmage, throws the shittiest throw I've ever fucking seen in my life, and obviously it's going to get intercepted. You know, I'm just ranting now because it was a tough weekend, all right? Browns suck. 
I'm disappointed in Cade York right now. Fourth round pick, not looking too strong. I thought you said he had a big what? Could you please refer to what I said? Big big, first week, he was displaying that or um, displaying that big dick energy. He was throwing (laughs) that, slanging that cock around. And guess what? Now he's not. Now no one knows what the fuck he's doing. He's missing field goals. He's missing extra points. It's fucking ridiculous. Now give him the one he missed, fifty-four yards. That's not a gimme field goal, okay? That could go either way. Against Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. Yeah, he, well, he, he made that one. That was 58. That's why I fucking felt pretty confident when he stepped up there to make that one. But I'll beat he's a rookie, court, rookie quarterback, rookie kicker. It's a lot of, lot of stress on him, a lot of pressure. But you know what? You, you got drafted in the fourth round as a kicker. Very rarely happens. You got to fucking perform, all right? I don't give a shit. Uh, my father says the rapist is back in a few weeks. Damn right he is. And... <laughs> You tell Bob, I'm very well, Bob, you listen to this. I'm excited to see him. Okay. I am excited to see him. You know what? This season's a write-off for the Browns. Okay. We're not gonna make the playoffs this year. We I shouldn't actually say that because our division's fucking hit or miss right now. Like every team either looks really good one week and then looks like an absolute bag of dog shit the next week. Like there's there's no consistency whatsoever. Bengals look like poo. Baltimore will go up by 35 points on you and then they'll lose the game. Cincinnati. The Browns are being uh, coached by Stefanski this year, who's trying to be way too cute. And we also have an offensive coordinator, or sorry, a defensive coordinator. I, I cannot believe, like, I can't believe this guy has a job still. Like, I have a question. I have a question for, for both of you guys. Um, because <laughs> the head coach of the Chargers, Kyle, you know how I feel about him. Brandon Staley basically handed the Browns the game there. Why yeah. they decide not to punt the ball makes absolutely zero sense. I don't care what the analytics say. It, it's called common sense. It made zero sense for them to go on fourth and two. And I, I didn't see any of the game. I didn't get so. to see any of the game neither. I had work, but I had red zone on. And I saw that it was a little fade route. It wasn't like a deep fade. It was a little fade route to Mike Williams. And it was an easy play for the corner to, to slap that ball down. Yeah. And they and said we also and then, well, then on we, their we, own like 40 something yard line. Which then yeah, set up it was a stupid fifty-four yard field goal in which Kade York missed. Yes, this is what I mean. I'm telling you right now. I watched every second of that game. Actually, sorry, not every second because I had to turn it off midway through that third quarter. Because I swear to God, I thought I was gonna have a fucking aneurysm. Like I thought my brain was gonna explode. The, it, the 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 defense this year, Browns defense last year was incredible. You know what I mean? Then we go ahead. We pay Denzel Ward $100 million. Denzel Ward, your boy. Cornerback. You know what? Last couple of weeks, he's actually been doing not too bad. He's been doing a lot better than what he started. But it's all that every time that this guy tries to run some sort of deep zone coverage, not him, sorry, when Joe Woods calls for whatever, it, dude, they're getting like 40 yards of throw on us. And there's always one guy that is just completely wide open. And the amount of mistakes are fucking brutal. There was a lot of choking this weekend. If we're going to be completely honest here, the I, I would say the Browns choked. They should they should have made that field. Yeah, they are right. They choked. That Browns game was choked. in the bag. The Packers choked. The Mets yeah. choked. The Blue Jays. Yeah. You what choked in that bed earlier. The Blue Jays didn't just choke. They fucking gagged what they did. <laughs> That's how deep it was in them down their throat. <laughs> fucking brutal. Honestly, Fair. you guys have no idea the pain of being a Toronto sports fan. Well, I'll tell you what, Zach. Why don't, why don't we bring some joy to you? As much as I love seeing yeah, you, talk, talk some hockey. Get me off this crap. Oh, is it joy though talking about <laughs> hockey? Because every time come playoff time, isn't it heartbreaking? Yeah, but you know what? The I season's don't... always good for the Leafs. So, and you Fair. know 
boy, Kyle, this could be a different year. You know, it could, it could be. There's what. potential. <laughs> this is the last day where Silent Robbie, they can't yell, you know, too loud. We, we got some people transporting to Florida. So Thursday, you're going to get big dick energy from Robbie here. So you watch your goddamn manners when you talk to the GOAT. Right. Who the hell's the GOAT? I am. <laughs> you got something you want to say? I was going to say something, but I don't know if it's, if it's okay for Twitch, so I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. All right. <laughs> like like the good bitch that you are. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> all right, what boy. GOAT stand let's, for? The gayest of all time? Do, I guess I'll be the moderator here. Like, you guys, like, who, who's the Stephen A here? Who's the Stephen A between you two? Well, Stephen A is a very uh, polarizing uh, personality. I don't know if I could be Stephen A. I think Why don't we just have a nice conversation? Why don't we got to have a... X bringing a ton of personality right now. We don't have to. Uh, we don't well, have to. You know what? You know what? This is better for Kyle because now he has a choice. You're automatically Stephen A. Zach. You don't have a choice. Okay. Kyle, would you like to be Skip Bayless, Max Kellerman, Michael Irvin, Dan Orlowski, Chris Mad Dog Russo? Uh, who else is he going to have there? Oh, Keyshawn, Jay Will. Who would you like to be? It's your choice. I mean, Dan Orlowski because everyone other than them, other than him, is pretty much a walking dipshit. Jay Williams is not Jay Williams. Why did Kyle get like nine hundred choices and I only got Stephen A? Well, I can't. <laughs> Robbie, Robbie's Robbie's like Molly Quirm, right? Nah, I'm choosing Carrie Champion. Yeah, be you. That that was the best one. It was Carrie, Skip, and Stephen A. That's when it was as absolute prime. And Molly's not bad. Okay, I'm gonna try my best to be Stephen A. Well, you got to start using big words like you big, don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, but you got to start using big words that like nobody's ever heard. Like that's emancipate. That's incompetent. Well, you, you, you want big words. You're talking to the wrong guy. OK, well, then then you also got to talk when you talk football. You got to bring up players that were on a team like four years ago. <laughs> yeah, true. I can do that. I can do that. All right, gentlemen. It was a wild off season, to say the least. A lot of moves that surprised both of you with the Flames. Like, it seemed like they were basically tanking, and then they made some crazy moves. So let's recap the offseason. Who had the best offseason to better their season this, this upcoming season, and who had the worst? And I'll start with Zach. Okay, well, I think there's a few teams that had, like, amazing offseason. So I'm not going to say there was one that had, like, the best, because obviously Calgary had a great offseason. Which their offseason wouldn't have been near as good if they weren't able to sign even just one of them. Or sorry, even if they weren't able, like if they were able to sign just one of them, it would have been good. But the fact they were able to sign both of them and also sign Kadri, I mean, they brought in three players that are like that team is going to be a powerhouse next year. Like they went from being good last year to being shit when they lost Goudreau and uh, Kachuk. Well, they're not really shit because they got the return of Hubert and Weger, but no one knew what the future was going to be like. Mm-hmm. Sign them for long contracts. Signed Kadri for a long contract. That team can be good for a long time. Uh, another team that had a really good offseason was uh, the Detroit Red Wings. They had kind of had more. They didn't bring in like any household names, like like monster. I'm just going to bring up some of the guys they brought in. They didn't bring up any like monster names, but this offseason they brought in Ben Chariot, Andrew Kopp, Vili Huso, who's a great goalie, Dominic Kubalik, who has been a great uh, winger for the Blackhawks the last couple of years. David Perron, who has been fantastic for the Blues last couple of years. Ole Matta, who's, you know, he's a decent little defenseman. Like those are just some of the names that they brought in. And then also another team is Ottawa. 
Ottawa had another good offseason too, bringing in the Brinkett. They brought in uh, Giroux. Like that team. In their shitty ass locker room that they have. Their little. No, that's Calgary's. That's Calgary's. The guy they got from the Blackhawks. I forgot. Was was that Ottawa that got that guy from the Blackhawks that was like the 40 goal scorer or something like that? Yeah, that's that was the Brinkett. Oh, that's spring. Okay, that yeah. was him. like he said. They're like their their top six next year is going to be is going to be really good. Now, now, do I think they're going to be a playoff team next year? No, but they're on the verge. The only problem for them is they play in like the, that division is just ridiculous. True. So I'd say those are definitely the teams that had the best off season and like the worst off season. Wait, 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 wait. Kyle didn't get a chance to say his. Oh, best. oh so yeah. Come, come on. on. I'll go with I'll go with Calgary for the best. I mean, because just a complete flip flop of how people like were thinking doom and gloom, and then yeah. all of a sudden, you know, like you mentioned that they signed the guys on top of that, you know, with Huberto and that other guy. It's just that's a damn good off season, and I mean, Blue Jacks didn't have that bad an off season. Yeah, anyway, you get Goudreau and you resign Patrick Line. It's not a bad, not the best, but it's a pretty good off season. That's what I mean. There's a lot of teams that did that did a lot of good. In the offseason this year. Even Vegas, they got fucking um oh my god, Bruce Cassidy as their head coach. And for them. Too, I'm thinking of uh, <laughs> like Carolina. That's another team that had a great offseason. They got brought in oh, Brent Burns. They got fuck I can't remember who else they got. I know they brought in a few more than that. True. I can't even think of a team that had like a shitty offseason, to be honest with you. Rangers? Well, Rangers didn't about, really do anything. What about the Blackhawks, though? The Blackhawks well, the Black- have- yeah. the, the tank is on. <laughs> Everybody wants to yeah, they, they, those stars are I don't know if those guys like exactly they're gonna be they're gonna be a dog shit team for a long time. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough road for Chicago fans for a while, I think. Yeah, because even like, I know I think one of the things that I sent uh Robbie and the things, I guess kind of go right into is do you think that uh Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves are gonna be on the team by the end of the year, or do you think they no. uh, the trade deadline they gone? I think I'm pretty sure. Patrick Kane has already said that he wants out of there. And actually, Toronto was one of the teams that was trying to go for him. And I'm the pretty sure he said no chance he's going to Toronto. Mm. So he turned wonder, that down. Well, but I wonder why, though. Well, because why? you know what? If for him, to, he's probably been seeing what's been going on with COVID and shit, too, in Canada the last couple of years. No one really knows what's going to happen with it. I mean, like, you know, we're assuming it's all done, but our government is so freaking tight ass up here that. You know, we get a thousand cases, and all of a sudden we're fucking wearing masks again, and we're going into lockdown. So you probably see shit like that, and also the amount of taxes you got to pay to play in Toronto is ridiculous. But uh, yeah, like what you just said, Robbie, I think the team that he should that he's going to get traded to, and the team that should make the biggest push for him is the Rangers. Well, Dad comes out the strong, strong take here. Chicago is the new shit town of sports. Wow. Why don't you go oh. stay in the middle of Chicago and say that? You wouldn't last very long there. <clears throat> sure. Amen, Bob. <laughs> um, yeah, but the re- listen, I don't pay attention to hockey much, but what I can tell you is that the Rangers did make a ton of noise. The fact that they made it all the way to the conference finals, I don't think anybody expected that by any sort of the imagination. But well, if I'm not mistaken, did they bring back Reeves? I don't even know, to be honest with you. And, you know, th- there was a couple key names out Jesus. there that I don't know if they brought back, but you would think with such a young core, you would go balls to the wall to bring in Patrick Kane to not only bring that veteran presence, but that championship mentality. The man is what a two time Stanley cup champion. They Three, should, I think 
they I think it, it, according to Wikipedia, he's still a part of the Rangers. I didn't, uh, I didn't like look to see if he signed a contract, but he's still. It says he's a player for the Rangers. So, moral of the story is the Rangers. Or yes, the Rangers have to bring in Patrick Kane. They have to. There's not. They should. If the cost is too high, if you have to give up too many of your young studs, then absolutely that's unacceptable. Well, the cost is going to be ridiculously high. I mean, Patrick Kane's a elite player, and I don't think people. I don't know if you were. You probably weren't even a fan back in the day when Patrick Kane and Artemi Panarin were absolutely tearing the league up, mm-hmm. playing as teammates. And they the, have the Blackhawks together. Yeah. Panarin's already exactly. So I know they want to get those two back together. That would yeah, be his I would ideal. ideal. I would do it because you got Igor and goal, and Igor is one of the best goalies in the league. And then you put Panarin and Patrick Kane back together. I, I do it as quickly yeah. as possible. Well, what would it, I mean, what do you think it would take the to guy's get Patrick name that set out? Oh, What's man. The, that's what I was going to bring up. The guy who sat out in the final game of um, the conference finals for injury. That everybody well, they have they're, they have like their they have a bunch of like young players that are kind of not like like Capo Caco. They pick second overall. It wasn't Caco? I don't think he's been he's been okay. He hasn't. He's realistically he's been a bust. If we're going to be honest. Who is it? Lafreniere, first overall. That was a guy that everyone thought was. Who'd you say before Lafreniere? Who'd you say before Lafreniere? I just said the Capocaco. And then you said someone after Capco, didn't you? And then Alexi Lafreniere. No, I just said Capco and Lafreniere. I don't remember the bastard's name. I think it was Capco. Who you're thinking of, dude? Maybe. You know what? Yes, yes, it was. Because he was a second overall pick a couple years ago. Like he was supposed to be a sick player. Yeah. He's been kind of dog shit. Lafreniere's first overall pick supposed to be a superstar. He hasn't really done that much, to be honest with you. But he also has only been playing like third line, fourth line minutes. They haven't really given him like a chance to really succeed. But does he have a spot to like a rightful chance to succeed? I, I bet you, like this year, I bet you he'll be. Uh, well, maybe the start of the season, I bet you he'll be on their top six. True, true. Because who? Because what position does he play? I think he's left wing. <laughs> Trying to think who yeah. their left wingers off the top of my head. Well, Panarin's left wing, so he's definitely yeah. their uh, probably number one. Yeah, you know, let me. Uh, I'm going to search up their. Uh, I what is, is Chris Kreider right winger? I th- center possibly. I'm trying to oh, think. He's, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so they actually have uh, Kreider as the first line left wing. Panarin is the second line left wing, and then uh, uh, Lafreniere is the third line left wing. That's the problem. Is he's not going to be playing on the first or second, just with those guys alone. If anything, maybe you just have to kind of switch positions, maybe like to the other side if he's comfortable. If you want to get him more playing time, could flip flop him. True. Either that, or he's just got to compete. You know, yeah, he can move his way up there. Yeah, you're first overall for a reason. Don't suck. Fair enough. Find his way. Is Colorado going to stay the top team, or are they going to be the favorite to win the Stanley Cup again? They, uh, I believe they already are. The, like, I think they came out as the preseason favorites for it. I mean, they're fucking unbelievable. Sugar. You got some they of the, are. you got what, some of the four best players in the, in the league that I can it, think. At least in got... the top, in the top five, they have two of them. McCarr yeah. and McKinnon are both top five NHL players. They're both oh, on okay. Colorado. You know who they're not better than? Austin Matthews. Who? You're, you're, I mean, I agree with you 100%, but there are definitely a lot of people that would disagree with you. Kyle? I mean, I just think – I don't know if he's I – don't, I don't know if he's better – if uh, Nathan McKinnon's better than Austin Matthews, but I would take Kale McCarr over an Austin Matthews just because 
the amount that you can get at defenseman for what he can do, one of the fastest players in the league, great defensive player, great passing, great shooting. Yeah, I think Kale McCarr, I think, is the best player on that team. Yeah, awesome. and that's wild. Greatest hockey player to ever live. Oh, yeah. Amen. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> well, like, the fact they're the, their top four best players: what McKinnon, McCarr, I'm gonna be gang, uh, Gabriel Langescock, and um, who's the other guy? That I cannot think. Yeah, Ranton. Like those are some yeah. four. The I mean, good God! I mean, yeah, that level going even deeper down on like on on their um. Other defensive roster, Samuel right. Gerard, another unbelievable player. Bowen Byram, unbelievable defenseman. Hey, hey Zach, yeah. I need you to forgive me. No way in hell I tune into opening night hockey tomorrow. No chance. Well, first of all, that's why you don't know fuck all about hockey, right? You just never give you never give the game a chance. It's not that. It's not that I don't want to give the game a chance. It's because my team is more successful than yours in baseball, and we're facing, you know, we're in the divisional round, so I'll be more focused on the ALDS, and I'll be live streaming it. So while you're watching your hockey, you could also tune in to Twitch and watch all my reactions live well, and right there. Ooh, the to be honest, the Leafs don't even really play tomorrow, so I'm, I mean, I'll play Wednesday, the game right? on. Do they play Wednesday or do they start tomorrow? The Leafs play on Wednesday. I yeah, they play, play the Canadian. Yeah, well, I think the Yankees are also on on Wednesday. Unless Robbie, Robbie, if they if the Yankees and this is not about hockey at all, but if the Yankees make it to the ALCS, mean you should go to that game three, as long as Houston advances too, because game okay. three will be game three will be in New York I, I it's on a Saturday. Been, and I've been thinking, I well, fuck, what, what is it going to be like the twenty second, the 29th? Uh, I would have to look that up again. Because I plan on I plan on going to that game if it's the Yankees versus Houston. Otherwise, you know, if, if they if the Yankees win and Houston loses, then they host game one and two. Right. I got to see because I know I got a wedding next Saturday, and then after that, I'm going to uh, UConn BC with Ploof, and we got a bet going on with the spread. Like we made our own custom spread, and then I would literally have to sprint all the way down to New York. That's Man, a long I, sprint. It is a long sprint from Hartford all the way to the Bronx. Oh, yeah. Are you uh, going to be upset when the Yankees get swept? You want to put money on that? Huh, you little bitch? You want to put some money on that? Uh, or are you just going to be a little bitch? Huh? You little... No, but you know, actually, there was something I wanted to put some money on with you. Next Sunday, pal. <laughs> Next Sunday. Well, my Browns decimate your fucking shitty Patriots. Oh, yeah? You think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bailey Zappi is way better than Jacoby Brissett. No, he ain't. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your defense? Bailey Zappi going to get what did your defense by Miles Garrett. Did your defense shut out the number one ranked offense in football? I don't think so. Ours did. We shut down oh, the yeah. number well, one ranked offense in football. Well, that's a really sweet way of saying the Detroit Lions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really nice way of saying the, the numbers stay. Okay. Numbers yes, never lie, right? Deal, but they're still the numbers fucking lies at the end of the day. Numbers don't lie. Yeah. Remember that TV show that used to be? Look at the Sean Watson's body count. Numbers don't lie. Jesus. Okay. This guy's a fucking legend. <laughs> <laughs> He's a legend, baby. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> mm. Anyway, but I know you got your answer for for this. Both of your guys' answers for this, but 
how far we realistically think in Toronto's making it? Stanley Cup. I mean, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fucking. You know, I don't want to throw any. Wait, wait hold on, hold on. Zachary. What? Kyle, repeat the question. I need Zach's genuine answer that I hear all the time. Ask him one more time, please. No, I'm not saying that answer. All right. How far? We have it on tape already. We have it on tape already. You know what? Like I always say, this is our year. But you know what? It's uh, it's. I actually, honestly, looking at this team, they do look fucking good this year. <laughs> yes. Bringing in Cali Yarncroke in the offseason was a great addition. Matt Murray is a question marks. We got we got a couple question marks at goaltending. <gasps> but people, I don't think people like remember that Matt Murray's won two Stanley Cups. His percentage in Game Seven is ridiculous. Where's Vasilevsky? You know what? As per being a Leaf fans, our percentage in Game Sevens sucks dick. Being a Boston we Bruins fan, win a game can seven. confirm that. Yeah, Boston, Fuck we you. can't be in Game Seven. We can't be the shitty Montreal team in a fucking Game Seven. Yeah, oh, I would be champion. I forgot about Cassidy, that. Kyle, how's Bruce Cassidy? Huh? Oh, I, I know. We ain't, uh, we ain't winning the Stanley Cup this year. Yeah, I already know that. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a very, very tough start to the season. I think for the, for the Boston Bruins this year. Oh yeah, without Marshawn and um, very Charlie McAvoy. Squad. I don't know how. I, I don't know exactly how long they're out for, but like. Oof, that's I think Marshawn's out to the new year, if I'm if I remember correctly. McAvoy, I'm really not too sure. Yeah, it's just like, uh, it's gonna. That's gonna be a team. Uh, I'm surprised. I forgot exactly when the trade deadline is in hockey. But when I wonder, like maybe let's say if they're doing surprisingly good, maybe they make a move for one of the Blackhawk players. Zach, maybe. Yeah. Do you think we should just give a call to PK Subban and just be like, "Hey, you sure you want to retire?" Wait, we, uh, PK said that there was two teams he wanted to go play for. It was Toronto or Montreal, and he didn't get an offer from either of them. So, you know, well, then I'm going to retire. I wouldn't mind to have PK on like a league same. minimum, which I know he would have signed. Same. Big but same. it's also, that's how fucked up our cap is right now. Like we are, we can't probably came in afford to add another guy a league minimum. Because who are you guys paying that's big time money? Because I know it's what Jonathan Marner, Tavares, Marner's getting one, Tavares, Matthews. I think Matthews, as of the end of this year, can start negotiating his contract. And I'll guarantee Matthews is going to sign. Like we thought McKinnon's contract was big. Holy shit. I think Matthews is going to sign for like $16 million a year. $16.5 million a year. Like he'll, he'll shatter the record for the biggest contract. Well, because what is it per year? The biggest, the most, the biggest is McKinnon's right now, the which most, is what like twelve point something, I think twelve point six. So mm-hmm. McDavid signed his, I want to say like four or five years ago now for twelve point five million. So that just goes to show you how good McDavid is, because even five years later, when the salary cap's gone up by that little bit amount, or whatever that, however much has gone up, McKinnon's only signing for a hundred grand more. Like you think with the way the salary cap's going, McKinnon could have persuaded. Like I don't know, I want fourteen million. You got you got to love the pettiness too. It's like he signed for twelve point five million a year. Yeah, it's like I'm I want I want the biggest. Six. Yeah, it's just like that little pettiness. It's just like yeah, really. Matthews is going to look at twelve point six. Going to wipe his ass with twelve point six. I wonder how what the hell is <laughs> going to happen when uh, we have to negotiate uh, negotiate Pasternak's contract because he's a free agent. Yeah, I don't know what, but you're you're a freaking GM. I don't know what he's if he's drugging these guys, but he just finds out ways to make them sign for half of what they're fucking worth. Yeah, but he still can't draft for shit. Yeah, he is, he is Jake, a horrific draft. Like, hey, Jake, <laughs> Jake, Jake, Jake DeBrusque, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Must be an overall Boston thing, huh? 
No, we just can't. No, we can't yeah, draft. Can't draft. Uh, can't no, we can draft in, uh, in basketball. Can't draft wide receivers in football. I mean, if we're going to be honest, Jalen Brown wasn't so much as like a give me, but Jason Tatum was a goddamn give me. How? I mean, the Lakers and the, the 76ers really screwed that up. But you know, it was also a give me that first round uh, playoff series against your Nets. You know what else was a give me? Uh, Very true, though. Hideous. They guys, they really butt fucked you pretty hard. <laughs> sure. I, I don't like either of the teams, to be honest with Here. you, but it was just nice to see you cry a little bit. New year. All right. <laughs> we, we brought in Ben Simmons, and I'll tell you what. You know why? Oh, you know shit. Why? Do you know ben why Simmons. you guys swept us? Do you know why? We didn't Ooh. have our best player on the court. Yeah, right. Do you know who I'm talking about? We didn't have our best player on the court at all. Probably the water if you, boy. If, if you take it, if you're going to say what I think you're going to say, probably some idiot. Joe Harris. I was going to say, is that white Joe boy Harris. shooter? I know he was going to say that. Joe Harris. <laughs> hey, uh, it's a little bit of disrespect to Kevin Durant, who, uh, Kevin Durant really isn't in the, Kevin Durant uh, really is isn't the top the, five NBA player anymore. If you saw Durant that, that list. Dope, and Joe Harris is just the best player. There's the GOAT and there's the best player. You know what I'm saying? The where does that leave uh, plays 25% of the games? Kyrie Irving. Yeah, true. A what great sideline. Where does that leave team cancer? Kyrie Irving. Great sideline sure. reporter. Fuck Kyrie. Yeah, that guy's a fucking loser. Kind, kind, of like, uh, kind of like Fred Van Vliet. Big loser. No, Fred Van Vliet, actually, he's a winner. Okay, that's an Wait, undrafted player that Zachary, works his ass you, off. Did is you now a know champion. that Kyle said that he'd rather have Jamal Murray than Fred Van Vliet? Well, Jamal Murray's a hell of a player, too. Oh, he ain't better than Fred Van Vliet. I don't think so, either. Yeah, I believe that's he it. is. You're not going to defend your boy? Like, that's all. Now, if Anthony were here, you know, Anthony would be like, fuck that motherfucker. Yeah, he hates Fred Van Vliet for some reason. <laughs> he Fred, hates Van Vliet. I love Fred. I don't know how you can hate that guy. I remember the game when I went to in Toronto, he had like two big ass shots. So like a step back through was a day, game that Pascal Siakam had like fucking 40 against us. Yeah, that guy's gross. I'm telling you. Just like Love he had a couple of nice ass shots. Like he was doing pretty bad, but then he just came up big and the, towards the end of the game. I was like, well, we're fucked. Plus, I could <laughs> you not like that good story. In late game situations, Kyle? Who? Scotty Barnes. Future goat Scotty Barnes, that you're, that you're referring to. Uh, you must be doing a heavy amount of drugs before the show, eh? Well, hey, I mean, looking back, probably should have been the first overall Steve, pick. Steve wants us to give our um, current takes on Stephen Adams, the center for the Memphis Grizzlies. Don't know if you've heard of him before. Uh, former OK. Oh, I've heard of that guy. He is a he's a strong like bull, uh, from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Very strong, very strong. Kyle, do you have any takes on Steven Adams? Already sucks, Steve. <laughs> no, I guess. <laughs> you say what? You say what, Zach? I said I, I heard he sucks, Steve. <laughs> uh, Steven Adams, uh, my take, uh, he has great, great hair. Tremendous hair. His hair, hair is pretty nice. Feather it, is, it is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So, Kyle, you got nothing for Steven Adams? Nothing at all? No, no, uh, nothing. I think you're fucked. Kyle thinks Steven Adams sucks. I don't think so. I think Steve has great, Steven Adams has great hair. Honestly, I just said that just to get a rise out of Steve. He said you're on drugs, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> that, can- right. that Canada shit. Now, would Steve want some of Steven Adams' hair? <laughs> <laughs> 
took a hard left. Because <laughs> he has a lot to give. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <Hi>. Anyway. <laughs> uh, back to... Back. Don't worry, Steve. Bald is sexy. <laughs> bald is bald is beautiful. Um, well, Boston five not having Marshan and McAvoy for a while. Yeah, Probably like you were saying earlier, they're they're going to be uh this key, he's, this host is really uh, not paying attention to what we've already talked about. Eh? They're kind sorry, of see that? Sure. I'm sorry. Well, uh, <laughs> like we said earlier, they're going to have a really tough start to the season losing both those guys for a while. There's no other weapons. Uh, Ever see a lot of guys from uh, Providence go up to Boston, Kyle? That what? I think a lot of people from uh, Boston or Providence are going to go up to Boston. Here, you know what? I'll I'll look up their projected uh, lines right now to see what they're going to be cucking with for a little bit here. Well, I'm trying to think. So we got uh, Chara to suit up. Bergeron for on the first wing or center. Yeah. Uh, Maybe Posturn. Maybe they keep Posturnock and uh, Taylor. No, you got to put probably. Either Taylor Hall or Pasternak on the first line. Then you have Krejci and the other person who's not on the first line on the second line. Yeah, it says on this right now, it looks like they're starting with Taylor Hall, Bergeron, and DeBrusque on the first line. The second line is pa- Pavel Zaka, Krejci, and Pasternak. A little check connection there with Pasternak and uh, Krejci. True. Gosh. Oh, and then my thing just went black. Once you go black, you never go back, right? AJ Greer, Charlie Coyle, Craig Smith for your third line, and then a bunch of duster losers on the fourth line. <laughs> yeah, who are they on the on the fourth line? See if I even uh, know. Trent Frederick, Jack Studnicka, and Chris Wagner. Frederick, I like Frederick. He's a pain in the ass. Just and then if you go down to your injuries, your injuries right now are Brad Marchand, Charlie McAvoy, Matt Grillsdale. Well, we can say that. Grizzly. Yeah. And uh, Taylor Hall is uh, apparently on the out list too, which isn't good because I got him in my fantasy team. So, yeah. And you were all excited to get him too because you got him like really late, if I recall. I got him in the last round, I believe. Yeah. Exactly. Really- fantasy basketball, correct? Pardon me? Yeah. 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 Let's go. No, but just in I'm, the, not, it I'm just- not coming. I'm winning that league. Fair. But just in the Atlantic division, the teams that are just better than Boston, I would say, obviously Toronto, Tampa. Probably Florida. I don't and, know about Florida, man. Florida is going to be a, a weird team next year. I want to say at least just start off better, like until yeah. we get Marshawn and McAvoy, and then potentially Ottawa too. Depends on how that how they click. They could be battling maybe right then and there, and you know be pulling catch up. Because unless by the grace of God, like you know Toronto or Tampa sucks, like they're going to be long gone. No chance yeah. of catching you guys. Toronto will never suck. Toronto's the best. Right. That, that's God, not I can't wait to watch them play some hockey this year. Uh, hockey's going to get 72 goals this trying year. Trying to see a little bulge, too. Uh, seeing, a, I don't know, see, seeing hockey in Toronto, that was cool. I will definitely say when I went down there, that was nice. I don't even get to go see hockey in Toronto because it's such a fucking ripoff. Yeah. I, uh, went there tw- I went there twice. Uh, John Poops with half of a Bruins team. One, two, three, four, five. Five times greater than the Leafs after Zach curses them with the hashtag, this is our year two months before the season. Uh, well, um, <laughs> you know, I must strongly disagree that uh, they are five times better. Okay. But uh, you know what? Uh, you, you can have your opinion there, Jonathan. Okay. It's just wrong. 
And here's my opinion. Oh. It's our fucking year. All right. <gasps> it's the Leafs year. No, no, no. I already said it earlier, Robbie. Oh, I know, but you're doing that as jokes. That no, was- they're going to be a good team this year. I'll tell you, they are going to be a powerhouse this year, just like they always are. And then they're going to get to the playoffs and they're going to lose in the first round. You, you can't break the curse when you just try to backtrack it like that with the conviction that you said it. If you know what, first and foremost, there's this thing is a jinx, okay? The curse, you're damn right that's true. But that's, that's got nothing to do with the curse, what I just said. All right, the Raptors were able to beat the curse. Now it's Toronto's turn. Actually, Kevin Durant's Achilles allowed you to beat the curse. Well, you know what? Maybe if you didn't do that stupid fucking dance before the uh, the game there. Remember that video that went viral? You know what? Have you ever seen Actually, this guy's, that guy's legs? That here, I'll show you. These are these are Kevin Durant's legs right here. Gorgeous. <laughs> Three little toothpicks. And I'm Kevin Durant. That is accurate. Can't confirm. That guy can squat 20 pounds, I bet. At max. And I'm Maybe not talking like, 20 on each side. I'm talking 20 total. Just the bar? Or is the bar yeah. more than 20? You know what? Okay, I'll, say, I'll say 10 pounds on each side plus the bar. So that's uh, 65 pounds. That's, that's Kevin Durant's squad right there. I think you're funny. God, he's such a pussy, that guy, Kevin Durant. You think so? <laughs> you think so? No, so. Him and Kyrie. Pascal Fuck Cian. Kyrie. Fuck Marcus Smart. I hate Marcus Smart too. I think that guy's the floppiest flopper in the Thank league. You. Hey, but it worked. So. I'd like him better than Kyrie. That's for sure. sure. Yeah. Fuck Kyrie. You you both have something in common. Do you know what that is? We bring that big dick energy. Incorrect. Both of you support teams that are at least at least have one <laughs> rapist. Deshaun Watson and May Uduko. No, uh, he's no longer on a team. So, you know, I don't like, I don't like, uh, I don't like your tone, calling him a rapist. Okay, we're just waiting for all the information to come out. Matt Barnes. And oh, it's came out, right? It's good. It's, it's came out, out. <laughs> like thirty-eight times, right? Twenty-six. Twenty-four. Okay, Twenty-four. <laughs> okay. All right. Anything else we got to talk about hockey here? Uh, are the Blue Jackets a playoff team? Absolutely not. Yeah, probably. I think Johnny Goudreau is in for a incredibly rude awakening next year. I bet you he gets. My, this might be a hot take. I think Johnny Goudreau is going to get like seventy points next year. And what do you get? One hundred and fourteen this year. I think he's going to get around maybe seventy wow. next year. <laughs> if, you just, if you look at the division, like that division's pretty god. Like this had some good some good teams. You got Washington. Washington see the Islanders get their heads out of their asses. Division Hit. two, the skill that was surrounding him in Calgary was a lot better than what he's going to be playing with in Columbus. Yeah, yeah, you, you know the Islanders, Pittsburgh. I mean, yeah. Carolina is going to be ridiculous. Uh, the Rangers, you know, ridiculous. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's going to be a pretty rude awakening for uh, Mister Goudreau next year. But he got that fat contract. I don't know what he was going to get compared in Calgary, but well, that's what. He probably would have got about the same, I bet. Think he just done with that Canada bullshit? Well, I don't know. Maybe if you saw, did you see that video that went viral? The fucking change rooms that they have there. Like, I, I did not. I think they have better change rooms for fucking double A hockey players here in Canada than that bullshit. 
That was mm. like the worst professional hockey league, the professional team change room that I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Bad. So obviously that probably wasn't having to do with it, but it's also like Calgary's like during the winter time, Calgary's fucking hell. Like you're getting like minus 30, minus 20. The weather's just awful, I would assume. Snow all the time. Mm. Like Don't unless you're a skier. What'd you say, Robbie? Thoughts on the Dallas Stars? Dallas Stars? Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it'll be interesting to see what Jason Robertson can do this year because he missed a lot of, I think he missed the entire training camp actually holding out for his new contract. So he did just sign one. Pretty freaking nice payday for a guy that's had, I mean, yes, he has kind of controlled their offense last basically year and a half, but he's played for a year and a half. Sign a four-year, $7.75 million a year contract. That's, that's a pretty big deal. So it'll be interesting to see if he can come out hot out of the gate. Mm-hmm. But Dallas, they got a good team. They got that Jake Ottinger, their goalie. That guy's a stud. Huge, too. He's a big boy. It's not like fat by any means, but tall, covers up a lot of the net. They did lose. Oh, who's that defenseman they lost? I don't know. It's up to you and Kyle. No, <laughs> not me. Yeah, because that, yeah, that name not coming to me. Uh, lost by the stars. Wow, I cannot. Somehow. I can't remember the uh, damn guy's name. But even that that division alone, I mean, you got two of the the better teams in the league. Obviously, Colorado and Minnesota. Like, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna Minnesota is going to be a, a team to watch this year too because I think that uh, that one kid on their team, uh, Kirill Kaprizov. I think I don't think he's going to win. MVP this year by any means, but I bet you at the end of the season when it's all said and done, he could very well easily be in the top three, like in that discussion for it. Yeah. All right. So who do you, since you mentioned that, who do you think is going to be winning some some awards? Well, you know what I mean. I I think it's all the heart and the, the two MVPs, the heart and the Ted Lindsay. I think it's going to come down to again Matthews and McDavid. Matthews. I mean, McDavid. I feel like McDavid is the type of player where he just watched Matthews score sixty goals. So he knows that, okay, you know, if I want to have a, not a chance, but like, if I want to really put myself that much stepping above, I do what I do with my assists. I think his number one goal this year for McDavid is he wants to score 50 goals. I think he wants to get up there and prove a little bit of, because he, I'm not saying he's not a bad goal scorer by any means. He's a great goal scorer. He's never had 50. And like 50 is kind of like that number. Like you hit that. That's like a, that's a rare number to hit now for goals in the season. Not lately, it seems like, because you got freaking guys like Matthew scoring 60, Drysdale getting 50, Kreider getting 50. Yeah. But that, that team, the Oilers, though, that's going to be interesting because if Vander Kane plays like how he did in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, God damn. Yeah. Well, who do you think is going to win like Vesna this year, though? Who do you th- Vesna, I mean, the, the two best goalies in the league, in my opinion, are the, or Vasilevsky and Shesterkin. Another guy I feel like that could be uh, in that debate for it too is UC Saros. I, I, that guy is incredible. He's Nashville's goalie. Mm-hmm. Nashville should have a pretty decent team this year like they always do. They're a really good defensive squad. And Saros is just, when he's on his game, there might not be a better goal in the league. Like he is so good between the pipes. But then you got a guy like Shesterkin and Vasilevsky, night in, night out. What they can no. do. I yeah, think Vasilevsky I- retakes this year though. I think he... He retakes the spot as the number one goalie. Yeah, because that's who I thought. That's why I wrote yeah. that too. That'd be vast. I mean, if it's anyone other than those two, I would be surprised. 
Yeah. Even if it was Nashville's goalie, because those guys are kind of like that extra step above. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then to the Norris, you think Kale McCarr's uh, – uh, it's it's I think it, this is Kale McCarr's award to win for the next ten years. Like that's how that's how just good go on that guy is. go on that streak. I mean, like I'm not saying he's gonna win it every year, but he'll probably be the favorite to win the Norris for the next. Kind of put it that way. Ten seasons. So when was he like? What pick was Kale McCarr drafted? He was, if I remember correctly, I want to say fourth overall. Oh shit! I'll bring it up actually to see who went before him. Because this but, guy is stupid good, you could probably he could probably play forward and he'd, he'd be one of the best forwards in the league. Yeah, his skill level is ridiculous. I mean that and one. He's um, strong. That one, I remember that one play in the, one of the plus games where he thought he oh. got he thought he got hooked, but he broke through the guy. Thought he got hooked and then like hit post or something like that. And just the fact that you could just like instantly. I want to score. And then you can't do anything about it. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is going to be a pretty tough pill to swallow for uh, New Jersey devils and Philadelphia Flyers fans. Oh, they, but, is uh, that the Jeff Hughes or is that the, the Jack? Hughes? That was no, that was when Nico. He went first overall. Then Nolan Patrick went second overall. Miro Heiskanen, who still, don't get me wrong, that guy's an incredible defenseman too for Dallas. He went third overall, but I'm sure if Dallas had that pick back, they'd be taking Makar. And then the car went fourth. Good God! So the the first two picks in that lead, in that draft are are a little bit mind boggling. I wonder when uh, Camel Cart because Camel Cart hasn't gotten a fat contract yet, right? I'm pretty sure he hasn't. No. But, no. So I wonder once his contract oh, wait, comes up. Did he though, sign one this year? Actually, I wonder though what's going to happen to that team if he hasn't signed it yet because it seems like they're already somewhat getting chipped yeah, sorry, away. He did, at he by did the sign a contract. Sorry, McCarr. Six year, fifty four million. Six year, fifty four. Quick math was that nine million? It's like, uh, yeah, around nine point two, something like that. Nine point. That's like cheap. That's gonna be a, <laughs> that's gonna be a really good deal <laughs> near the end of that contract. Because when, when, so when did they sign him to that? That contract? was this off season, I remember. Ooh. Yeah, they were probably like, like, let's get him at a little bit of a discount. <laughs> yeah, because that price probably would have gone up. I don't know, three to five mil a year if he had the same season that he had last year. Yeah, exactly. And then like in the Colorado, they're gonna be in a they're gonna be in a bit of a bind soon because they gotta sign. There's a few guys that still have to sign. I thought the guy I mentioned earlier, Bowen Byram, he's gonna be another guy that's gonna sign a pretty big contract. Not hmm. maybe what Kale McCarr signed per se, but it'll it'll be a hmm. it'll be a decent S- haul. Slowly get chipped away at that yeah. team. That's one of the teams I wanna I if I could, I wanna see them play because Talent. You know what? I, I would like to actually. That'd be a good team to keep your eyes peeled when they are uh, coming into your town because that, that that game in Toronto would probably cost like two hundred fifty dollars per ticket for the shittiest seats in the building. Maybe so I got a question building. for both of y'all. So okay. I think a lot of people were stunned at how poorly they finished off the season. And they couldn't get off to a good start of the season because so many of their players were caught on the COVID list and it lasted for nearly a month. You think the Islanders are going to be as bad as they were last season, or do you think that they can find their way back into the playoffs, the playoff hunt? I think they're going to find their way back. This team is the team that battled with Tampa Bay before last year, the two seasons prior to last year, battled them in the conference finals and came damn close the second time. 
they were they were one goal away from winning a Stanley Cup that year, the Islanders, because they lost in Game Seven. I want to say double overtime. It was overtime for sure, but I want to say it may have been double overtime. I can't exactly remember, but they got hit with a huge, huge if, uh, yeah, COVID and injury bug last year, like yeah. just like catastrophic, detrimental start. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, also, and another problem that they have with them too is their coach. Their coaches. He's really limiting players like Matthew Barzell on their team, for instance. Like Matthew Barzell could be a eighty to ninety point score every single year, but he can't he can't play the game that he wants to play because Barry, I think it's Barry Trotz still the coach there. He's such a defensive like you have to play this style of game, you have to play this scheme of game, and yeah. it's a really boring like neutral zone trap, dump and chase, gets the job done, grinds out slow, boring game, but it works. Yeah, just like give give Arizona a puck, get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, well like, what he should do. Yeah, because I remember when they played the uh, when the Bruins played that uh, them in that playoff series, and just hearing that crowd and the energy in there. I mean, holy shit! I don't yeah. think I've seen that in a long, a long that time. Stadium. Like when, like when I when I heard that, I was I was uh from who I was watching the game with. I literally turned to them and I'm like, I literally was like, yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> like that. Whew. If you can get if you get that again, and just let's say just give Barzell a puck, get the hell out of the yeah. way. It's one of the By better the way, players in the league. The Dallas Stars defenseman was John Klinberg. The guy. That oh, was there. there you go. Yep, 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 yep. He went to the Ducks. That's a, that's still that division's going to be tough. That, though, that that's what I mean because you still got Pittsburgh. Who I know they're getting older, but you still got Crosby and freaking Malkin on that team. I don't care what you say. That's an incredible one-two punch down the middle. Yes, oh, they're yeah. midfield. 30s now, mid to late 30s, but they're still. Yeah. I mean, the fact that Crosby wasn't voted a top 10 hockey player this year in the NHL. Oh, really? Fucking blows me away. Really? Yeah, he was 11th. Do, do you know who was above him? Uh, let me get the list up. Yeah, because I'm, that, I'm that's planning that. on. Go- that's like, honestly, that's like leaving LeBron out of the top 10 in the NBA. You can't do that. I'm, pl- I'm planning on going t- to see, see the Penguins play when they play Columbus because I'm going to be in Ohio then. It's like literally the last game of the regular season. Hopefully, Malkin and Crosby play, but we'll see. What was the list? It was a TSN. Well, that's why. Toronto Sports Network. Pretty sure that's what it's it network. I mean, Sports I Network. TSN. I think it was TSN's list here. Okay, well, for some reason, half of the half the names in this list are literally like you can see. It's like there's. That's like number seven. That's supposed yeah. to be number eight. And then there's number nine. So half the names are gone. But Crosby is number 11. And I believe it was Kaprizov who was the one ranked just above him. Well, then Kaprizov just score like damn near 50, though. Kaprizov is an incredible player. Like, don't get me wrong, yeah. but I still think you got to put the guy top 10. Here's the, here's the top 10 from... Um, I was going to say, I got, I, got, I got NHLs when, when you're done with yours. But, but real quick, what was Crosby's stats from last year, though? Crosby's stats last year was yeah, in 69 games too. played, oh, 31 yeah, nice. goals, 53 assists, 84 points in 69 games. So with the full season, that's a 100-point season right there. Okay, fair. So McDavid was the number one. Matthews, yeah. number two. Kale McCarr, okay. number three. Dreisaitl, four. McKinnon, five. Victor Hedman, six. Vasilevsky, seventh. Kucherov, eighth, which is kind of weird because Kucherov's played fucking 40 games in the last two years. He is a great player, don't get me wrong, but it's just kind of strange to put him at number eight for the, how little he's played. 
Yeah. Barkov number nine, Kaprizov ten, and then Crosby eleven. Yeah, I'd probably take out take out Kucherov and just move everyone up. That's what I get. I can fully agree with that. NHL.com, they have Ovechkin at 10. They have Barkov at 9. They have uh, Victor Hedman at 8. Crosby's at 7. Vasilevsky's at 6. Number 5 is Dreisaitl. Uh, McKinnon is at 4. Austin Matthews is 3. 2 is uh, Kale McCarr. Am I saying his name right? McCarr? Yep. Mm-hmm. And Connor McDavid won. So did that I mean, TSN list not have Ovechkin on it? Or did I just not hear him? My my list has Ovechkin as twentieth the TSN what list. The fuck, Ovechkin's old now. You gotta. I mean, the, he, so do you I really would, think he's breaking Gretzky's record? I I really hope he does. But it it like holds Ovechkin. I think he's thirty five at least, maybe thirty. I think he's third. I think he's thirty seven. I want to say so. He's got and he's still a hundred and twenty five or so. I think goals away. So that's still. That's a lot of freaking goals to score in the later end of your career. Like, I would love to see him do it. He very well could do it, but it's definitely not going to be no gimme. Oh, yeah. No, but it's still, it still just mind boggles me that what it's kind of, I think the best way to describe it is like seeing Mariano Rivera pitch as a closer for the Yankees. You know where Ovechkin's going to be on a power play. Literally, yeah. just this is Ovechkin. Have a guy stand right next to him and do not move. Like, yeah, I just he, don't, that's, I that's don't get it spot there. I love when I saw the charts. I know I brought this up to Rob and we did a podcast and mentioned it a while ago. Drive you around it, Zach. But like, so it was a chart where it said showed all of his power play goals. And literally it was all the left side. Oh yeah. It's all just like, top of the circle one time. That guy's one timer. Like probably the best one timer the NHL has ever seen. Yeah. And I love when you see people like try to be like close to it. Like you see like Stamkos when he's really in his prime. The Bruins try it with Pasternak and or then in a different teams that line has been on. It's just like, it's like the discounted version. It ain't the yeah, same. you can try, but it's exactly, it's like you just bought it off wish.com. Yeah. <laughs> True. Well, is there I, anything else to touch baseball on hockey boys? Ultimately, well, I guess what's right. Who do you think that, who do you think is going to win or Stanley Cup matchup and who thinks winning? Well, obviously. Toronto Leafs versus Colorado Avalanche. Leafs. I think it's going to be Toronto. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to choose. I'm going to say Toronto, and then I'm going to choose uh, a bit of a maybe like a shocker team from uh, from the West, like this kind of shocker. Get right there, two in the pink, one in the stink type of shocker. Uh, I think it's going to be an all Canadian matchup, Ooh. and it could be Toronto Calgary or Toronto Edmonton. I don't know why. I just feel like that team can figure it out. They have McDavid. Well, they got to figure it out defensively, even though they brought in Jack Campbell for goalie. I mean, Jack Campbell, you know what? Albeit he had a really shitty year last year near the end of the no season. Shit. Watch, he's going to be up for, for the goddamn award. Exactly. Like, he just left it? Toronto, so he's going to be the fucking number one goalie in the goddamn league next year. He's probably going to get 35 shutouts. I just want to see, I want to see McDavid just in dry sidle in the, in the Stanley Cup. Yeah, like, I want to see McDavid. In how, now, how incredible is it to be to see McDavid versus Austin Matthews in a Stanley Cup final? I might actually watch like every single game Fuck, of that. I, I would be glued to my TV. Yeah, because honestly, I I ultimately I think though it will be, I it would be it's I want to pick Toronto to beat them, but I think it would be uh, Toronto versus um uh the hell brain lapse uh, the Hurricanes. I think in uh yeah in a conference finals, but I think. 
that the the Hurricanes will probably beat you guys. Hurricanes are going to have they're going to have a hell of a fucking team this year. The Hurricanes and they got Freddie Anderson, uh-huh. who's like as we just said, he left Toronto was a great goal in Toronto. Now now he's incredible in Carolina. I just how, think how much longer do you think the Coyotes are going to be in Phoenix? They should fuck, be out man. before the bef- before the puck does does that and just drops the fuck out of Phoenix. No one fucking watches. They're playing in a 5000 seat arena for the next I think it's 3 years, maybe 4 years. It's like you're coming into the NHL. I, you know what? Like I could the only positive is going to be is these new guys coming in. They're, it's on Arizona State's university's campus, so the amount of pussy these guys are going to be getting after the games <laughs> is going to be absolutely <laughs> like <laughs> hot ASU college pussy too. You know what I mean? That's I ASU's got to have some good looking chicks. Great weather, tanned. <laughs> you know. So that that's going to be a positive. That's really the only positive. I feel like if I was a rookie coming in, I'd be like, "Fuck, I'm going to play at Arizona, but I'm going to have a lot of sex." <laughs> Who do you think is going to be worse than the Blackhawks or fucking Arizona? I think Arizona is going to somehow Arizona is going to be the shittiest team for the next long, long time. Like that, that's just, that franchise is just a joke. Like the way that they're the way that they've been handled is absolutely ridiculous. You know where they could bring them, right? Literally anywhere. Oh, Bring him back, Hartford. God damn it, Hartford. I don't know if I. I don't know if I want a team that's that shit in Hartford though. Uh, we'll we'll show up, Kyle. We'll show up. See, the thing is, is I feel like the team actually could do decent whenever they get this new arena. Their arena, if I'm if I'm correct, I'm pretty sure it's completely in buttfuck nowhere, like away from everything. Like it's not downtown Phoenix. It's, no, it's, it's not it's, in the same arena with the Suns. Fucking phone keeps going off over here. Who knows, but I'll tell you what, just just bring him back to Hartford. We're desperate. Uh, I'll still I'll still be a diehard Bruins fans. I'm not That's rooting fine. for for the, I mean, I guess I'll root for them if they're not playing Boston, but like, yeah. They could also, be going, they could also go to that. Quebec. If if we ever get a sports team back in Hartford, I'm jumping ship. <laughs> that'd be the what that'd be the, the year that Toronto all like the Leafs could yeah, exactly. They'll win the Stanley Cup, but I mean we got a team in Hartford. I'll be going to Hartford a little more this year. I'm definitely going to go watch those UConn men uh, fucking tear it up in the court. UConn men? Basketball team, yeah. You're pretty favorable of UConn men. Anyways, uh, any other questions, Robert? <laughs> Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> Good answer. All right. Um, Zach, since you're here, I, uh, you're you're gonna have to stick around for a little bit, buddy, because we're gonna recap the uh, the wild card round. Yeah, and, no problem. And uh, we're not just gonna harass your Toronto Blue Jays. We're gonna go the whole way around. Kyle, I am completely surprised. I am shocked, honestly, that the Rays end up losing this series to the Guardians. Yeah. Fuck Tampa after the dickheads that they were kind of. Dude, what do you mean? The, the Guardians have like been. Arguably the hottest team in the MLB the last 20, 25 games. No, no, no. Dodgers are Braves. Dodgers are Braves. Have you seen the Guardians record? I'm sure. The last 25 games. Plus the Guardians also faced off against the White Sox, who are dog shit. They faced off against the Twins, who are dog shit. The Braves. I just, I just love that the, the, now that allows the, 
matchup with the Yankees versus the Guardians with I forgot that was a Miles Straw, the outfielder yeah, Miles Straw, that yeah. called that called the Yankees the fans, fans like the like, worst fan. Yeah, and I will I was so badly wanting to go to one of the first two games in New York just to see or and hear the crowd's reaction to him. And it's just like they play I think it's on fucking like Tuesday and Thursdays, game one and two. I was pissed. I'm like, God damn it, because I want to go to Yankee Stadium. Never been to Yankee Stadium. I'm like, fuck. But yeah, I don't know how the hell they beat Tampa. Like a clean, just two zero buy. Like that's probably the <coughs> excuse me, the most surprising outcome I think of uh, you know of all the playoff series so far. Just a clean two zero sweep, and we're moving on. You heard him. You heard him. Hit me, motherfucker! Hit me, motherfucker! Yep. <laughs> Wow, that's loud as hell. Da, um, da, da, da. So, yeah, no, I'll, I'll I'm, I'm looking at the Guardians, and it's just www these last fucking couple weeks for these guys. So I could definitely see why they beat Tampa. I'll tell you what. The reason why the Guardians got to as far as they did is because Jose Ramirez carried them game one. He got the two runs that they need to get past the one run that um the Rays got that same inning. He hits a two-run shot. And that was his first home run to center field, progressive field since like 2019 or something from what I heard on the radio. And then the next game, it took them both 15 innings and the Guardians capitalized because now with the playoffs in, in store, there is no runner starting off at second base. Thank good. God. They're all shit. Yes. Yeah, I never understood that rule. Like, I understand they're trying to speed they're it up speed, a little bit. Make they're it trying more to exciting. speed it. Then next year, there's going to be a pitch clock. There's going to be no ships. The, the base the bases are going to increase in size to prevent injuries or something yeah. like I saw I kept getting I, notifications that that game was like okay we're now in the, the ninth the tenth the eleventh the twelfth and as I kept getting those notifications I'm like this is fucking beautiful I don't care that it's a zero zero game that's beautiful like that runner on second shit is fucking dumb mm-hmm. one of the stupidest rules that MLB's ever fucking come up with but. The only thing that worries me when it comes to the Yankees against the Guardians is the Guardians arguably have the best bullpen in baseball, and Shane Bieber and Tristan McKenzie are in their rotation. That's the only thing that scares me. Other than that, what you are going to see with the Guardians is that they're always going to put the ball in play, but when it comes to power, there's no really big power except for Jose Ramirez. So other than that, but, I'm not too worried about the yeah. Guardians. But, but when is Shane Bieber going to even uh, pitch against the Yankees, though? Maybe three or four. And three, yeah, so right then and there, like, and then McKenzie will follow. I'll I'll take that. Excuse me yeah. for one I'll, second here, gentlemen. You guys keep going on. I'm gonna slide back in a sec. <laughs> but <laughs> Blue Jays for just a second. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll take that though. I mean, but if it was Emmanuel Classe, is that how you pronounce his last name? Yeah. If yeah. he gets on, like seeing that man pitch, how do you? How are you supposed to hit him? Like, because it's not that he throws like a damn near a hundred every pitch. It's the movement in a hundred. I mean, like, God damn. Like, because he has, what, a slider and a cutter? This guy, Is that a different jerseys? Is that a different? No, that's a Nick Chubb jersey. Okay, we'll allow it. Yeah, why didn't you come off with that one first? I was trying to save the greatest of all time for last. The best running back that this league's seen in years. Ramondre Stevenson? <laughs> Is that, how do you say that guy's name? I have him in fantasy. Yeah. yeah I've been saying Ramondre. Yeah, Ramondre <laughs> Stevenson. <laughs> Rahamandre. Rahamandre. <laughs> Maybe it's a that Canada way of saying it. I had to get my little vaporizer. Fair. But yeah. 
I'm I'm happy Tampa lost. I'd rather I'd rather play Cleveland. Plus, oh, Cleveland's man. got that uh, me being a fellow uh, proud Canadian. I love watching that Naylor kid play. Fair. Well, Zach, we got to talk about the Blue Jays and the Seattle Mariners. No, we don't. We don't have to talk about that at all. Oh, yeah. Well, you, 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 you could shut your fucking face in because we have to talk about this. Game one, Alec Monea, he said to the reporters that pressure, he said his high school coach told him that the only pressure that ever happens is when you put air pressure in tires and he doesn't feel any pressure. Well, clearly he did. He gave up four well, big runs and it ended up being a game one loss. And then what really sucks even worse, and also for the future, is that they had an eight to one lead? They blew it at one point. Springer's head collided with Bo Bichette's knee. Mm-hmm. Both of them were down, and Springer could have gotten concussed. But Bo Bichette, it could be a whole lot worse. And if it could be an ACL, like you know, some sort of drastic injury for okay, Bo that's a Can big I say something about this while you're saying it. I don't know much about baseball. All right, you know a lot more than me. What the fuck is Bo Bichette doing on that play? Well, I'll tell you what. He's going to let that ball drop. Let a run score. Well, I don't know how what the situation was. I don't know how many outs there were. I wasn't watching the game, but it's not. I think they were down two. Well, they're sorry. Toronto was up two. I mean, it's George Springer's fault. As the outfielder, you're supposed to call off the infielder. And any time there's a fly ball in the outfield, unless it's clear cut, like a couple steps back. When it's a close bang bay play like that, the outfielder has to call them off. And George Springer didn't do so, which is why Bo Bichette continued to go for the ball. Yeah, it's probably one of those things of where, you know, it's at a moment. It's they're in the moment they get caught up trying to catch this ball that could no, really they, change they, the game. Neither because Toronto's atmosphere, you know how it is, Zach. It's loud. Yeah, but that's that is true. That's where the dome kind of is a bit of a disadvantage because awesome. you just yep. the sound there's nowhere to go. Yep. True. But yeah, that was I don't know. That was, that was shocking. I've seen some heartbreaking shit in my life. I think maybe just because I was so excited to go to game three the next day, I had those tickets all lined up. Oh, that would have been sweet to go to that. Yeah, and imagine you're sitting there, you buy the tickets to say one, <laughs> and it's it's Canadian Thanksgiving this weekend. So I'm having my Thanksgiving party, and I mean, I've had a couple of drinks. So I'm like, ah, fucking, I'm going to the game tomorrow. And then it's just like, oh, okay, it's 8-5. Eight, eight, oh, oh, my God, it's 9-9. It's nine, nine. And then when they went up 10-9, I, I don't think I said a word for about an hour and a half. But, hey, yeah. you know what? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah you, you have ex- yeah, you have experienced some heartbreak and losses. Honestly, dude, if it wasn't for the Raptors, like I'd probably be on a suicide watch last day or something <laughs> from what I've been as being a Toronto sports fan. Took a hard left. <laughs> Thank God that the Raptors at least were able to win. Like I, I just know that I at least have able to see a championship in my life. Yeah, I've as a Boston fan been. Uh, oh God, been uh, you have been very blessed. Just with the Patriots alone, <laughs> let alone the Celtics. I've seen only one Celtics vict- uh, title, unfortunately. Celtics get their ass kicked live in person. Fifteen hundred dollars tickets, anyways. That wasn't fifteen hundred. Fourteen forty-two. Let's not uh over overstep. Well, when you take consideration of gas, food, beer. Uh, I didn't. Pay, I didn't pay for gas because the other guy drove up. Parking? Oh, oh, you didn't pay for parking. You didn't. You didn't. We we parked at his brother's house. Oh, that's right. Uh, beer, food. I don't know if I had any when I was there. You you fucking. Oh, no, no, I did buy some alcohol that I definitely did not illegally bring in. But <laughs> anyways, um, yep, Blue Jays. I I just want to say Vlad Guerrero is a great host. Uh, Vlad Guerrero hosted Aaron Judge's 61st home run of the season. 
He hosted the New York Yankees, capturing the AL East title at his house. Garrett Cole tying Ron Guidry at that point at his house and also allowing Seattle to sweep him at his house. What a gracious host. Yeah, you know, Vlad uh, didn't do fuck all. Pathetic loser this playoffs. He knows it. We all know it. Uh, Alec Manoa, I knew right when he said that stupid bullshit before his first ever start in a postseason game. Why the fuck are you going to bring so much attention to yourself like that? Go out there. Do what you've done all fucking season. You got to say some stupid quote like that because you want to be cool. You want to puff your chest out. Well, guess what? Now you're fucking golfing. All right. And you got to sit at home and watch everybody else play baseball while you're jamming your thumb up your ass, wishing you were out there and throwing the ball still. Zach, don't I even don't... get me started on John Schneider, that fucking imbecile that has to stand behind there and manage his team. And another thing that I want to say about baseball, why is it the only sport that makes their fucking manager wear a full uniform? Like, would it not look ridiculous if an entire coaching staff of a hockey team was dressed in full gear? Or That'd if, be cool, though. Or if honestly, a, head, a head coach of a – imagine uh, Nick Nurse coming out in a fucking Raptors jersey with the high socks on Ugh. and a pair of Jordans and a pair of shorts. You know what I mean? It would look ridiculous. I know. Ho- and it looks hockey ridiculous. Coaches, hockey coaches in uh, hockey gear would be pretty cool, though. I think that would look fucking ridiculous. It would, would but it'd look managers, cool, though. I'm like, what is this guy? Is he, is he ready to get out there? Is no, the thing, is, the thing is, they'd have to wear uh, the helmet with the cage on it, though. Yeah, a little. I, yeah. I just there's my little rant about the Blue Jays. All right, to go into the season with the with all that hype and then the second best odds to win the World Series and. Now, I think me and me and me and Riley think we uh, both picked them to win the AL East, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. So. Correct. As well, did other people. You know. The great lineup on paper. Pitching was very tough this year. Very tough. They ask I mean, Hernandez. We signed this, we signed this UCI uh, Kikuchi fella, whatever his name is. Yeah, Kikuchi's a bum. I could have told you that. But he's, if you know what? Obviously, he's a lot of money to pay for a relief pitcher, way too much. But he's been very good coming out of relief. Yeah, but that's not what you signed up for. Yeah, um, yeah you're right. We got that other guy, the other uh, Asian fella. I can't remember his name right now. Ryu. Ryu. Yeah, he's another one that's kind of the fucking the guy gets he got a little gust of wind blowing on him, and all of a sudden he's injured. <laughs> Something well, in Canada Zach, uh, water. Jay's rant. That's Zachary's Blue Jays rant. You uh, you upset you guys didn't bring back uh, Simeon or Robbie Ray? No. Because no. you know, Robbie Ray advanced, you know, it's a Seattle Mariners. I, I would probably I'd prefer to have Gossman than Robbie Ray. Wouldn't be able to have both of them. Fair enough. Gossman is nice. All right, um, Albert Pujols, Yadier Molina, Adam Wainwright, their careers are most likely done. We definitely know that Albert Pujols' career is done as they get swept by the Phillies. What a great last name. Which one? Pujols. What's so, what's so <laughs> great about Pujols? I just always found that last name to be pretty funny. Okay. Intriguing. Anyways. <laughs> Congrats on 701, Pujols. 703. Oh, there you go. Um. It was easy for me, Kyle, when I picked it on Thursday because when you look at the Cardinals and the division that they play in, they play in the worst division, arguably, in baseball, right there with the AL Central. Um, and it has to, it had to be the Arenado, Goldschmidt, and Pujols show. And mm-hmm. Pujols produ- produced, Goldschmidt didn't do much. Arenado came shy of a home run in one of his at-bats. 
And from there on out, Tyler O'Neill was supposed to be really good this year. He played terribly. And if you had to pick someone to go along with those three offensively, he was doing well. It was Lars Newtbar. Lars Newtbar is the gentleman's name. And on the Philly side, they've been scorching hot with Harper. JT Real Muto had a five-game hinge streak heading into uh, that series. Reese Hoskins was tremendous. Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola were wheeling and dealing. Overall, to me, it didn't surprise me because I had the Phillies winning in two games. Yeah, it's not that's not that big of a surprise. That's probably, probably the most predictable outcome of all the series. Not surprised. It would be more surprising if Cardinals would have won even one game. Zach doesn't know or care. I didn't. I didn't catch too much of that series. Uh, <laughs> Zach's here for uh, comedy. At this I point. will say I do have a. I do have my pick of my very limited baseball knowledge of who I think is going to win it this year. Well, I'll tell you what. Hold off on that just a quick second. All right, you're not going to like it. <laughs> Mets <laughs> choke. The New I York thought that was Mets you last night. Biggest <laughs> choke job. You dirty whore. The Mets had the biggest choke job out of everybody in baseball. They blew, they, and you know what? It was easy for me to pick the Padres the second I heard that we're going to save Jacob DeGrom for the Los Angeles Dodgers. When a quote like that comes out, you're fueling the other team's fire, A. And B, I, I said it when I made the prediction. You In the playoffs, you never ever predict for the future you have to focus at the task at hand and I'm i didn't even know they did that that is the biggest slap on the face like that, that is <laughs> i can't believe buck showalter would oh my god doing that it really surprises me so max scherzer comes in game one and gives up four home runs he got absolutely killed and he he hasn't been pitching max scherzer <laughs> seen in the past the ground two struggled in his last four starts prior to that start in game two but they end up getting the win which is why you go with your best pitcher the first game every single time. Every single time. And not to mention, too, you don't think that's a little slap in, in the face to Jacob DeGrom? You, that's the way the Mets have handled DeGrom. Dog shit. There's no doubt in my mind that Jacob DeGrom will not be a New York Met. He's a free agent this year, isn't he? He's a free agent. And oh, I'm, yeah. not gonna say gonna, I'm not going to be biased and say, Jacob, come on over to the Blue Jays. Well, we'd love to have you. I'm not going to be biased and sit here and say that it's a guarantee. Devontae Adams just had like a 60-yard touchdown reception. Oh, my God. I forgot that game was on. I was watching preseason. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say that Aaron Judge, if he goes to the Mets, the Yankees are going to get Jacob DeGrom because I, I think Judge, I think all these high marquee superstar names are going to look at the way the Mets have been treating DeGrom and be like, I don't want to be a part of that. Money, Money doesn't matter. It matters, that- way, but I will take five million less to be happy somewhere else. Ultimately, the Mets, it's it's gone to show. It showed in the past when George Steinbrenner first got the Yankees. You can pay, 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 pay all you want. There's no guaranteed title, not in baseball. And honestly, their best offensive player is the guy who could barely grip the bat. You know who I'm talking about, Kyle? I do not. I Starling Marte came back after mm. a significant amount of time, and he's at, he was the best God, he's on that for their team. offense. Yeah, because he, he missed the last like <laughs> month and a half with the wrist injury. He finally was barely able to grip the bat, and he was swinging the bat better than the guy you're paying $30-plus million for in Francisco Lindor. Yeah, that's you talk about one of the biggest collapses ever. The collapse just of the division lead that they had, 
And now with this, this is going to be a very, very interesting offseason. What the hell is going to happen? Because there's the rumors of DeGrom. them being being linked to a judge, you know, DeGrom. They're That's going to be interesting. DeGrom, Brandon Nimmo, and Edwin Diaz. Yeah, this that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. How the see how much money that uh uh Uncle Stevie, as you say, is uh gonna be willing to dish out. Is that Edwin Diaz, the trumpet fella? Yeah, he's the yeah. trumpet. Dude, I heard that hey. I, I didn't see the clip, but they said that. That, yeah, when yeah. he came out down down four oh and they said instead of it being loud as hell like it was during a regular season, it was like the saddest shit you've ever seen, just they were dead still quiet. No, they were still playing trumpets. I probably wouldn't have been doing that uh, down 4-0 in an elimination game, blasting those trumpets up like that. Well, people look back and shit on Yankee fans because be like, well, you guys did with Mariano. You guys are losing 10-3. to We didn't have the guy from Enter Sandman like earlier in the season on the field playing the, you know, playing the guitar of Enter Sandman. Mariano was walking out. You guys had Timmy Trumpet show up like, oh, my God, look at this. This is amazing. And Seinfeld or whatever his name was was the only Met fan to come out and say, I hate this. Guys are acting like you won the World Series and you haven't won Jack. Yeah. It, I was, as a Yankees fan, I love it seeing the Mets, you know, epic failure. But I guess I would, it was what the first 100-win team to not make it to the, the, uh, to the LDS. Like, that's shocking. But are we surprised, though? Because the Padres is a pretty good team. No, they, they took them for granted. They yeah. took them for granted. How How – Stupid. Said that they were going to save, or if the Blue Jays said that we're going to save Alec Monea or Kevin Gosman uh, for for the ALDS. If the Yankees said the same thing for Cole and Nestor, would you not just say what a stupid thing to do? Yeah, that's just that's that, especially, especially when it's a three game series too. Yeah. Like that's stupid. Like I couldn't not that hey, but, I, I would I would say I would do it. But I could understand that if it was a seven-game series and you have a lot of wiggle room. Three-game series, you don't have wiggle room. They played themselves starting at the trade deadline. What did I tell you, Cal? They had to get at least one bat. Vogelback has been solid, but Vogelback isn't the bat that is going to get take you to the next level. Then they brought in Darren Rupp and Tyler Naquin. They didn't do much of anything. All the people that they were linked to, they were linked to Trey Mancini, ends up going to Houston. Wilson Contreras. Ends up staying with the Chicago Cubs. J.D. Martinez ends up staying with the Boston Red Sox. They played themselves point blank and simple. All this Uncle Stevie's going to pay, pay, pay. Great. Keep paying. Keep paying that luxury tax to lose every single season. And I'll tell you what. It's going to get to the And what they did to their number one prospect, too, in that series against the Atlanta Braves. Absolutely idiotic. Idiotic. As much as we wanted to see Volpe and Domingues, all of them come up, Kyle. Uh-huh. Do you think the Yankees would ever think, oh, it's the last series of the weekend and uh, the Blue Jays behind us by three games Let's or two games. We're just going to call up all of our prospects and sit all of our stars. No, because the, the talent level from AA to MLB is significantly different. That's 0 for 8. I can't blame Alvarez. It's different. You, you go from facing Lynn Swan to Alec Manea and Kevin Gosman. You know what I'm saying? In this, in this case... Sure. Francisco Alvarez goes from facing them to Max Fried, Kyle Wright, and Charlie Morton. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> I'm trying. Hey, to man. <laughs> so, so <laughs> well, so now it's the Astros and the Mariners, the Yankees and the Guardians, the Phillies and the Braves, the 
Dodgers and the Padres. That's going to be a hell of a series. Thank God it's Dodgers Padres. I fucking love that. Lots of hatred. Imagine if Tatis was in that. Imagine if Tatis was in that lineup for the Padres. Mm-hmm. As um, my buddy at work says, he's too busy taking the steroids. Yeah, what do you say? It was a cream for ringworm. That and then there was some for the product of his hair. In other words, he knew what he was doing. He was trying to make up a ton of excuses. Yeah. That, talk Two about, talk about getting anabolic steroids. Like letting the fame get to you. Yeah. You're real quick. Since we're talking about with the now with the next round. The fuck's going on with the Rodas Chapman? What a scumbag this guy is! Like what a scumbag, and he was already a scumbag before this when he almost yeah. killed his girlfriend. Yeah, Zach, did you hear about what happened with this guy? I just heard that. Uh, I thought he was just was he stepping away or something? No. So what? So they said what happened is he missed a team like workout or something like that. So they completely left him off the roster. Well, I mean, to be honest, they're kind paying of him for pre- guys. For it is fans, right because he was fucking uh, he was pathetic this year. Yeah, it, it is. But at the same point, you are paying him like pretty good chunk of change. So I'm surprised that they had the balls to just be like, yeah, yeah go later, fuck buddy. yourself. He's but, a yeah, hey, it's called sending a message right there, I guess. He's a cancer. True. I saw that a DJ LeMayhew might not be playing in this round. And I, you know what? Credit to DJ because he understands that. Um, Oswaldo Cabrera at his best is better than DJ at 70%. Yeah, but no so way. what do you your, th- your boyfriend DJ LeMay, who the one you always talk about and love LeMay. so much? We're at the top of the LeMay first, and then the LeMay Yankees are tied with the LeMay Guardians. LeMay that was your boy. That is my boy, but your he's boy. been hurt, and Oswald Cabrera has been absolutely incredible. Yeah. Donaldson, ever since he had, ever since that baby popped out, has been like MVP caliber Donaldson. Yeah. So, who, so do you think uh, Yankees advancing? Who, me? All, both. Game, game one will de- will determine it for me, Kyle. I, I I chose the Yankees to win the whole fucking thing. I did. I'm the, hey, I'm a, I, I ride or die on my team. I will, all if my team's down, good, I always pick them to win the final. It all so. comes down to Garrett Cole and how he sets the tone game one. We need 36 million Houston Astro level Garrett Cole. That's what we yeah. need. Just don't give up the – just don't have the – Great six or seven inning game, and then in the last inning you give up a three run home run. Now we're tied three three because then every Yankees fan's gonna be sitting there and be like, like motherfucker <laughs> again. But I still think they're gonna win either way. Probably I don't think it will be a sweep. I think it's a little bit disrespectful, but I think it'll be a little a gentle- tough opponent though. I think it's a gentleman's sweep though. Well, the I think it'll be a sweep. Guardians, uh, Guardians in three. Yeah, Cole. Quantrill was 15-5 with a 3.3 ERA, uh, 3.38 ERA. Garrett Cole is 13-8 with a 3.5. And the Astros and the Mariners, obviously, Verlander's taking them out against, I think this is Logan Gilbert. That's an out. Logan Gilbert. Uh, who the, the fuck are you? The Dodgers, the Dodgers have Julio Urias, who, is, who has the lowest ERA all-time for a Mexican pitcher in the MLB of 2.16, 17-7 record, versus Mike Clevenger, who's 7-7 seven seven with a 4.33 ERA. And the Braves and the Phillies features Max Freed, or as Marcus would say, Max Freed, versus Ranger Suarez of the Phillies. It's going to be some fun-ass playoffs. This is going to be fun. 
Yes. I mean, I probably won't be watching too much of it now the Blue Jays are out, but uh, I always catch the World Series. I'm sure Zach will tune in on the stream tomorrow, like when something bad happens with the Yankees and we'll talk shit because you're a scumbag. How far do you do you realistically think, like, even though trying to take the fandom out, which is ironic coming from me, do you think that the Yankees will ultimately win it, though, Robbie? Or do you think that they'll come up just short? Because I, because I think, because I think that they will, unfortunately, ultimately come up short. I just hope one, it just at least isn't to Houston because forever fuck Houston, Astros, especially um, Jose Altuve. If Jose Altuve fucking hits another crushing home run against us, I might just fucking cry Jose in a fucking gets into a serious, position. serious fight, and someone just fucks him up. Fair, but I also yeah, think that go. like Face. it's like if if they don't if they don't lose. Because I think if they, if they play Seattle, I think they'll beat Seattle and make it to the World Series. I severely hope that they would beat Houston, but that to me is kind of it's a toss-up. It all depends on how we get with Garrett Cole in playoff time, because you both know come playoff time with him with the Yankees, it's like, holy shit, what the fuck are you doing? Hold on, hold on. We got we got to stop talking about this. You guys saw the thing with Joe Musgrove, right? Oh, yeah, with the yeah, ear thing? that was ridiculous. That was funny. I, I love the little thing he did at the end. I just think he should have just full-on just went, to them i think that would have been hilarious they, they focus on specifically like his spin rate and all that stuff but mm-hmm. i found a tweet that said i, that I saw that one too sticky stuff and all their rpms have gone up significantly and haters have already said they'd rather have them use the sticky stuff because especially especially the mets should not be complaining about when they led the league for most batters hit in a single season they should be thanking joe Mosgrove if anything they they couldn't they couldn't hit the last two weeks of the season they lost the game on that. So the whole thing with Joe Musgrove, I can tell you what, if Garrett Cole's cheating and the other pitcher, Jack Quantrill is cheating and the guardians win. I'm not, I'm not going to BS about him using sticky stuff. If Cole's using sticky stuff, I think MLB at this point doesn't care because they understand that the, the pitchers need the sticky stuff as long as it's not spider tech. Yeah. What's yeah. the big deal with that crap anyways? I, you know, let me ask you something, Zach. Would you rather have someone throwing at you 100 miles an hour and could get a firm grip on the baseball or 100 miles an hour with no grip on the baseball? Firm grip. You know what? Here, I'm going to say this. This is going to be a hot take for some new MLB rules they should implement, all right? Oh, no. Number one, oh, let God. the sticky stuff happen. Okay, and number two, this can be a hot take. Let them take steroids, all right? <clears throat> I want to see Aaron Judge hit 62 home runs, not on steroids. Put some fucking juice in that guy. <laughs> And let him hit 95 next year. No, just you know, give him, a, give him aluminum like, at bats. Be like, how about, how about, how about with the, maybe another rule is you have, you can pick one batter per game and like you can't pick them again until you picked all your batters to be able to use an aluminum bat during a game. Yeah, let's get some excitement in this just, game. Like I can see why that. they don't allow steroids in sports like hockey, football, UFC, you know, sports sports. It's like, you could physically really hurt somebody. But baseball, yeah. you're fucking hitting baseball. Wouldn't it be cool to see a pitcher that can throw 100 miles an hour not on steroids, throwing like 110? No. Getting the ball hitting back. Yeah. No, because no one's steroids. hitting that. No, because no one's hitting no, that. Because <laughs> what about, a, like, what if Stan, like, you put Stanton on roids? I mean, that guy already hits the ball hard enough as it is. Oh. Like, like, you know, I think I mentioned this to you, Robbie, one time, like, what they should just do for the home run derby, I think they should just do this like for on, forever, is put the home run derby in Colorado and then have it 
give them aluminum bats and just see who can hit the ball the farthest and who can hit it the hardest. That's all I want to see. Because at this yeah, point, well, the home run derby means like fuck MLB it. MLB needs to just say, all right, all those little kids that are running on the field, you can't be here. You can't be here because those little oh, yeah. that ball's coming 130 miles an hour off a of Stanton's bat. Someone oh, yeah, or just have him sign a waiver. Sign a waiver. They probably already do. They probably already do. Ooh, miss field goal for the Chiefs. Stays a 7 nothing game. You bitch, you're ahead of me. Who get fucked. You, you son of a bitch. All right, Zach, oh. you said you had a hot take and who's going to win the whole thing. So there's the Braves, the Phillies, the Dodgers, the Padres, the Yankees, the Guardians, the Astros, the Mariners. Who's winning it? San Diego Padres. San Diego Padres. And why do you feel so confident in saying the San Diego I don't. You know what? I just think I want the great accusation with picking in Juan Soto is a great pickup for him. Obviously, don't know fuck all about baseball. I know their pitching, from what I've heard, has been a little bit rough. They got in that. Uh, who's that relief guy they brought in who apparently Josh has Hader. had a really shitty start, but now he's kind of really turned it around. Back around, yep. So I don't know. I could just see that. Obviously, they got their backs against the wall. Realistically, if we're all going to be honest here, the favorites are definitely going to be the Dodgers probably to win it all. That, that team is just fucking mm-hmm. disgusting. But I'll I'm just Braves I, over the Dodgers. Any I day. think just as a guy who who is not like that big of a baseball fan, it would be really cool to see a team not – Name the New York Yankees, no offense, guys. Not name the Houston Astros. Not name the Los Angeles Dodgers. Like when the, when the Braves won last year, that was exciting for me to watch as a not a huge baseball fan because it's not really a team that you really expect to be there. That year when the Phillies won after trading Bryce Harper, like that was an exciting year for a fan to watch because the team you're not really expecting. Yeah. Fair. If the Astros win, I mean, I I, I might just I might just that that's. I might just have to never watch. I don't think anybody wants to see the Astros win. No, honestly, if the Astros win, win, the only thing I would feel good for is Trey Mancini, guy beat cancer and is then a World Series champion. Fair, but fuck the rest of the team. Well, Jordan Alvarez, I don't have anything against Jordan. Jordan wasn't a part of all the cheat uh, the cheating situation. He is an a hole. Bregman, yeah, but you play on really really yells a racist bastard. He is. He's a racist punk. Let's not forget where he did the, the whole Asian eye thing when he got a homer off of you, Darvish, when you, Darvish, was the Dodger. See, now that's funny. <laughs> just kidding. That's, that's not funny. It's bad. You meant it. You that's... think it's funny. You're, 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 that's the only one. Let that happen in baseball, too. Let's get some, let's get some anger going in here, you know? <laughs> oh, my God, man. <laughs> I think that like like if a pitcher yeah. like a pitcher hits a batter, they should just have him like square up like on the mound, just like straight up like UFC yeah. fight. They could do a lot with baseball. Number one would have to be letting them juice up though. Maybe not the whole season. Give them like a they're they're allowed like a twenty game span where they're allowed to. Oh uh, yeah, you let, or you can pick it. You can pick it whenever though. Exactly. So like you could save it for judge. You can judge a twenty game span could start now. You know what I mean? Right at the end of the season till now. Bet you would hit more than sixty two. I like the way you think. Were you uh, were you guys getting a little bit worried that he wasn't gonna uh, set that record? I I was because I honestly I, I was getting more annoyed. I kick in notifications. Oh, yeah, judge up the bat! It's like I fucking get it. <laughs> well, that's say, Robbie. The Blue Jays pitchers were a bunch of pussies. No, they're pitchers. What do you mean, bro? He was just freaking. They walked him four times in one game. Yeah, but they were all full counts. It wasn't like you know they were all avoiding him. Twos. They were avoiding him. Oh, I'm sorry. You want to fucking do no. throw it down the middle of the strike zone for a guy? No, but he's runs. trying to edge the corners. These guys are missing significantly. Well, like I said, the Blue Jays pitching sucks dick. They probably were trying to go <laughs> for the corners. 
They can't find the corners. <laughs> That's why we're not playing baseball anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I was happy though that they finally hit. It's like thank God, just because if he would have hit just sixty, just sixty one, it would have. I would have weighed on my back because he had is a he lot home run of king fucking back? games. Is, he, is Aaron Judge the all time home run king? No, Barry Bonds is. Yeah, ultimately for a season, no, Aaron Judge is not the home run king. No matter how much Roger Maris Jr. wants to say it. First of all, that guy, I mean, that guy was just riding his dad's coattails there with all that fucking, with all that publicity there. You could, you could tell that by, by a couple games into it, he just wanted to go the fuck home. I think when he finally tied the record, he was probably like, he's like, thank God. Give the fuck home. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's he gonna you know the guy who now, caught eh? number sixty two is like what a like, what a gamble that yeah. guy took. Well, well, that's well, that's what Cashman like Cashman like said that it was like an all time you know gamble and he won it. And then he also said too that there's a pot of gold waiting for Judge. So like, what the fuck was that before the season? Yeah, we could have got it for you know a little cheaper, dude. Like, probably. We'll, what do you think it went up by a hundred million dollars? Maybe well, what was he offered? Contract? What was he offered? Uh, Seven years, $219 million, which then would have turned into, I think, like 230 or $40 million with the current contract that he's on now. Just a little bit, just a little bit over $30 million, which is significantly less to Mike Trout. We're going to put away Max Scherzer because there's no reason that Max Scherzer should be making $43 million. That's just Uncle Stevie being Uncle Stevie. But Aaron Judge is going to be the highest paid player in baseball. He's probably going to get more money than what Max Scherzer is making, which is $43 million. Let's and he can still go over, over the luxury tax. Now you know going to be with the Yankees. It, it better. I'll say it, it, it better because I'll be first in line to fucking kick Brian Cashman square in a dick if he's not. I will call whatever police department in Connecticut that pulled him over because of the car that he was driving. They were accusing someone else. I will call the police department and tell him that they should arrested the man and put him in prison for life. Do you think, what do you think his ultimately his contract is going to be like ballpark? I think the Yankees are going to be persistent on seven years. And I think judge made the agreement to, okay, 45 years. And it's going to be an extra hundred million dollars, seven years, $320 million. Their biggest fear with the New York Yankees is A-Rod. The whole thing that happened with A-Rod and his contract, and that's what they've always been scared of. Hence why they didn't bring back Robinson Cano. But at the same point, like, Robinson Cano was a really good player for us. But like, Cano was one of the best players in baseball. Yeah, but he He, wasn't near the level that Judge was. No, but Kyle, no one one is at Aaron Judge's level that was clean. Not a single player. Excuse the me. player that didn't did steroids. The closest thing that was at that was Giancarlo Stanton, who had 59 home runs, but Stanton never hit over 300, and he didn't have 16 stolen bases. I, I wonder if it's going to be – I just – cool for Judge just to get 357 years. He played 102 games this year. He had 31 home runs. Mm-hmm. Let's say Stanton plays in 150 games this year. You don't think he doesn't hit 50? I think he gets this damn close. I think maybe it's closer to like 45, yeah. you know, but yeah. yeah. Who, but I think it's, it probably went up by a hundred now. I think it would be cool. Honestly, just a kind of nice round number. Give him like three fifty over seven years, 50, 50 million a year. <laughs> Cause I think judges, like, I think, I think it's like, if I'm him, I think if I go with the cash and be like, add a, add a few extra million for the fuck you factor of the first contract he gave, tried to give me at the beginning of the year. According on top to, of the uh, show you up 100 mil plus. 
according to a source out in Fort Myers, Florida, I just heard all the Blue Jays players are learning how to do curling. Your thoughts, Zachary? Uh, well, you know what? They better get something. Uh, they better get a backup talent going because obviously they can't fucking play baseball. Okay. <laughs> you ever think Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s uh, learning that? Well, Vlad, I can see him being a good curler. He's uh, he could probably sweep hard, put that big fat figure of his right behind that broom and start sweeping. You know what, Vlad? Actually, he did look pretty good this year, like more in shape. But Fat Vlad hit the ball better. So I was gonna say it's like with CC Sabathia, skinny CC's gonna pitch worth nothing. Fat CC was better. You ain't wrong you know about that, that. Means, Vlad. Maybe we'll spend the summer in New Orleans or something to eat that fucking. <laughs> get on the we'll meet up with Zion, Zion Williams diet for yeah. last year. You know Zion lost a lot of weight. Zion. Uh, have you seen that guy this year? That oh guy looks God, like he looks a fucking linebacker how yeah. massively toned that he is he huge went from a defensive here. line to a linebacker really quick yeah true all right um so kyle i think the yankees will advance i have the yankees advancing the astros will advance the dodgers will advance and the braves will advance yeah i think we a lot of people would agree i think the only real change to that would probably be if it, there was to be would maybe be the mariners over the astros but i think ultimately over the other than that i think most people would agree that don't hate the Dodgers for the Dodgers or the Astros for being Astros or for the Yankees for being Yankees. All right, let's go. Let's go into the NFL and keep shitting on Zach. Okay. Well, he already talked about Cody York not having a big leg, so I guess we can move on from that. We already talked about the Patriots winning twenty nine nothing with Bailey Zappi. Kyle, Thank God. the Rams beating the Dallas Cowboys. I had the Dallas Cowboys being the Los Angeles Rams. And for my reasoning as to why was the offensive line for the Rams, there's clearly something wrong. And the Cowboys with Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence on the edges, they've been getting to the quarterback like, like it's absolutely nothing. This is one of the best Cowboys defense Cowboys fans have seen in a very, very long time. And defense wins football games. Obviously, they know that Cooper Cup is going to do Cooper Cup things. The Allen Robinson signing is looking really, really bad, and they can't get anything going on the running game. That's the issue right now at the Rams. When you can get the run going, you can set up the play action, you can set up the passing. Other than that, you know Matthew Stafford's going to throw the ball 40 times a game, who already has a bad shoulder, and no offensive line. For me, even though obviously Cooper Rush is behind the helm, Cooper Rush hasn't lost a game as an NFL starter yet. It was very easy for me to pick the Dallas Cowboys in this one. Yeah, yeah. when I when I uh, saw the, the score that, that game is looking at every everything. All the Rams did really was that one big play to to um Cooper Cup. That was the okay. touchdown. Was like seventy five yard touchdown. Other than that, what the hell is wrong with Matt Stafford this year? He he definitely has something going with this throwing arm. He yeah, I think they said that, but I don't too. think it's fully recovered. Yeah, well, I think also too, it's like there's a, even though Allen Robinson isn't a bad receiver by any stretch of imagination, it's like somehow it's like they just don't know how to use him. It's weird. Like when they had Odell and Odell was healthy, they knew how to use Odell. It's like, I don't know how the hell you don't know how to use Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson is not shit by any stretch of imagination. But I think like you said, Rob, it's mostly the offensive line being pretty Swiss cheese in that run game. The run game is such a key to that offense. It just, everything looks so similar in that offense. You can hit the play action off of that. And, and it, it's, it's unstoppable. hard for them to make any sort of trade because they have no draft picks. They don't have any. Yeah. Draft picks and that's what everybody's looking for in trades or draft picks. So at this point, as it comes to, you know, the Panthers with firing Matt rule and teams are calling around for DJ Moore McCaffrey, they stand no chance of getting Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I wonder what it would take to get Christian McCaffrey because first round pick. He's healthy. 
he's, if he's I, healthy. But if you're a team, um, the only team that I would see trading a first round pick for, or I think that'd be a good idea. I think it's kind to me. It's kind of the obvious one would be Buffalo. Like if I'm Buffalo and I would offer There's been no talks. Yeah. But like, if they were willing to do that, like I would do that if I was Buffalo. Other than that, honestly, they I would give them a Super Bowl. Tra- I think if they made that trade, yeah, on paper, definitely. But other than that, I wouldn't trade a first rounder for Christian McCaffrey. I just can't stay healthy, no matter how goddamn good he is. But if you're a team like Buffalo, like, what's the really like a first rounder worth to you? Exactly. Oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I, that that would be the only team I'd do it because because running back is the only like really weak spot on that offense, no matter how much they've tried to address it, they still can't run for shit. Nope. Didn't need to against Pittsburgh. <laughs> I can't tell you last time they had a really, really good running back. I can't tell you because they had Thur- Boy, Thurman Thomas. Been yeah, it's been a while. It's been a long time. Devontae <laughs> Adams, incompl- another pass interference, back-to-back pass interference yeah. on Devontae Adams. Wow. You know, speaking of, I don't know, since, Devontae, you said yeah, call, since you said calls, like that, people that are bitching about that call that um, def- or roughing the passer that was on Brady. That call, yes, is absolutely dark shit. I'm glad that I'm is that. You're a casual football Brady. fan. That yeah, is the that worst terrible. call I've ever seen in my life. And I know you guys are Tom Brady fans, but you know that that does not ever get called in any situation if that quarterback is not Tom fucking Brady. Yeah. And it, I know it, what it, happened. It would be called for Aaron Rodgers. Maybe yeah, get called but, for Tom yeah. and Rodgers and Mahomes. I saw it happen yeah. to Lamar Jackson about three times in Sunday Night Football. Yeah. Not one of them got called, and they yeah. were way harder throwdowns than what yeah. happened. Oh, yeah. to Tom Brady. But, the guy had to tackle him because if he yeah. let go, then Brady's probably getting loose. Yeah. He sacked him. Yeah, but the thing is that people are bitching about that call. Yes, it's god awful. But there was a de- defensive pass interference, literally the play before that they refused to call. So it's like, yes, it's a shit. It's almost like a a very terrible makeup call like just, there, it, there it is just, that it's though. bad that it was on brady because i feel like like it's not brady's yep. fault he's getting that call. yeah it, it, it's, it's, it's like they're given they're given the golden exactly like a it's rule like it, or a call like, i mean all it does is throw fuel in the fire of the the brady treatment which again it's not his fault it's no the ref fucking, but, but you also know though in every single sport in every single sport especially <laughs> like you know, football <laughs> and basketball the you know the top yeah, like players I, will always get exactly and i do agree Wow, touchdown Raiders. Ah, oh, damn, I'm facing Jacobs in fantasy this week. I, I want to play you guys a video. Listen to us. This is Stephen Ann first take today. Oh, God, yeah, that's what we like to hear. Stephen Ann talk about fucking football. Back, go for the two-point conversion. Ends up scoring two touchdowns. Hold on one sec. I'm going to restart that because it was also playing the Twitch. You're talking about they're down 21 and nothing. They come back, go for the two-point conversion. Ends up scoring two touchdowns with the two-point conversion. They're dead. They're within six. That was a third down. You stopped them. Tampa Bay has to punt. You- Stop freezing, you bastard. That motherfucker's frozen. You tell oh. that hamster wheel that runs your internet to tell them to speed Tampa up a little bit. Punt. You get the ball back. You already got the momentum having drastically shifted in your direction. It's very probable that you could have ended up marching downfield and winning a damn football game with a touchdown based on what we saw transpiring. You son of a bitch whore, motherfucker. I think it's just going to freeze here. I'll read you the quote. It says right here. He says, I'm pretty damn ashamed of Tom Brady, too, because Tom Brady looked at the ref and was looking for a call. Are you kidding me, dude? Now, that's stupid. <clears throat> yeah, every every quarterback always looks for a call. 
Like yeah, that, you're, that's playing. You're say. playing the refs. That's the thing. Like you see, I see like Marcus Smart do that with with the Celtics. The man will flop, flop and it's blatantly obvious. And he'll look at the refs and be like, yo, what the hell? I just got shoved. Have like, we, uh, have we noticed too do. that Tom Brady seems like every season his, uh, his cheeks are getting sucked in more and more and more and more. Like he kind of has a little bit of like a Michael Jackson look to him going on this year. <laughs> He's a very handsome young man. That's uh, not young, but well, I guess what happens when uh, Giselle looks like she's going to divorce you. That bitch. Well, that's what happens when you choose football over uh, an extremely rich supermodel. Yeah. The best many... part about that is Tom Brady's probably going to get money from her when they divorce. <laughs> she's worth sure. more than him. The me, yeah. One of the some of the memes that I that I've seen based off of that, they are ruthless, but they are fucking hilarious. My I can't favorite believe one, that fucking loser Antonio Brown, what he's been saying about it all. That man's a fucking that man's a dipshit. Like I can't wait. For I, him I would to be, die, and we can see his brain. Like they do that research on that guy's brain. They're like that is by far the worst case of CT in human history. You just would you be can't so- wait for him to die so we can see his brain? Like, I mean, it sounds bad to put it that way, but I just can't wait. Like, it could be 40, 50 years from now, but when he does inevitably pass, I can't wait to see the fucking the lo- research done on that guy's brain because that guy's brain is so... It's literally pudding. Like, that'll, that'll give them a lot of information on CT because that's got to be the worst case CT yeah. that I've ever seen in my yeah, dude, I, my favorite My favorite meme, though, of the Brady thing was that it's like after divorcing uh, Giselle now has three and a half Super Bowls. That's still three and a half more than the Cowboys have had since like 1996. <laughs> did, uh, did you guys happen to catch his tweet today about the new team that he started? Who, Antonio Brown? Yeah, okay. I'm going to no, I'm gonna say this uh, live on the air. This is not me saying this team, okay? I am reading oh, a no. tweet from Antonio oh. Brown, okay? Oh, oh, Zach. Oh, God. His new team to sign up is the Retardinals, and it has the logo of the St. Louis Cardinals, but he named the team Arizona the Cardinals. Retardinals. That's the Arizona Cardinals, but yes. That is Antonio Brown's Twitter right there, tweeting that he is now starting a new team, the Retardinals. I think you just want to keep saying that word. <laughs> I mean, wow, like, what, is, what is wrong with this guy? Yeah. Oh, God. Would we be, would, would we be surprised with the most blatantly obvious CT ever. If he just pulls an AA Ron Hernandez and just like, uh, you know what I think might happen people? with him? He's probably going to like leave his stove on one day and forget about it. Cause his fucking brains absolutely mashed potatoes and burn himself down with his house. Bontez perfect. Ruin that just guy's life. He ruined many of guys like that guy, but that was by far the worst damage he inflicted. True. You know, and I, I, I can't believe like Juju had, Antonio Brown's back. He was a rookie and uh-huh. he absolutely laid Vontes perfect out his rookie season after what happened to Antonio Brown. And then when Antonio Brown leaves and he had the audacity to just shit on Juju. Cause you know what? You can't even really fault him. That guy's brain is fucking, he probably doesn't even know what he's saying half the time. You saw the, the thing that he did in that pool too. Yeah, he's jerking off in the pool, showing his big old black wiener in that pool. Do you see the size of that thing in the freaking blurred out image? It's like a forearm, dude. In the middle of a pool? <laughs> Busting out that big old dick of his? Come on now, man. Put that thing away. What's wrong with you? People in that pool. Antonio? 
<laughs> what is so bad? What, what's what's wrong? Did you just see the picture, man? The thing is huge. I will say to say I did not look at it. Well, it was blurred out, but you could you could make the image out of the blur, you know. Fair. <laughs> so, anything else with the NFL, Rob? Um, <laughs> uh, the Jets and the Dolphins. Yeah, another quarterback with a concussion for the Dolphins. Dolphins are <laughs> fucked. You know, Zach Wilson fucked the Dolphins like he was doing those milfs. You know, good for him. There you go. <laughs> I can't get over Zach. I, I wish the somebody man, uh, the man, the myth, the legend. I wish somebody would clip that. Do, do, do you think? He, do you think he's probably gonna now that Giselle's getting a divorce? You know, gonna be hitting. Up oh, her? he's sliding right in there. He's probably yeah, gonna, he's he's gonna bang the dust off that girl's vagina. <laughs> Tom's old. He can't get it up anymore. He just concentrates on football. You know he's not pleasant anymore. It's probably why she's getting out of there. What do you mean? Flexibility with the TV troll? <laughs> All right, Tom, don't play football anymore. I want you to fuck me. He's like, no, baby. I got to go for Super Bowl number eight. <laughs> and that's why they're getting divorced. I can tell you right it's, it's, there's going to be a movie about it in a couple of years. Mark my words. What's the title going to be? <laughs> the Tom and Giselle story. Or Tom um, Brady, the story of the man who gave up a supermodel for eight rings and came up just a little short. <laughs> oh, um, yep, uh, Teddy Bridgewater could cost Jets. I, I had them winning you before. Can we, not have, can we not have guessed that Teddy Bridgewater could get injured? You know what I mean? Can we not have all guessed that going into this Girl. game? Yeah. It's just, I saw it was a concussion. Like I know it's bad to laugh. I just thought the fact that it's, a, it's like, one of the worst case scenarios for Miami. The fact that one third well, quarterback just gets he hurt. He did but clear like, con- concussion protocol. Yep, he I saw clear, that. So he yeah. probably will be back next week. His and then he'll be thro- he'll be throwing up probably gang signs. Yeah, like then he'll be right? seizing up. You know what I mean? He'll be throwing up. Uh, I'll get that cerebral palsy look that freaking uh, <laughs> Tua had that week. <laughs> My God, that's 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 honestly that, how bad is there ever been like a worst three weeks for injuries like that? You got two back to back. And then who was that gentleman? Uh, uh, was it Thursday Night Football this week? Was it the guy in the Colts? Was, I, I didn't watch that game. That game was he was the backup. I think he was a I want to see he was a backup running back. The guy that was in for Taylor. Naeem like the Hines? second second play of the game. He got freaking like. He was basically. You want to see a bad, a bad injury? Did you see the injury that happened in the Lions Patriots game? Yeah, you were at. I didn't, but I I, so I I read that they called the ambulance for, but I never actually saw the play. I saw yes, because I went to that game. So he went to guard or tackle Hunter Henry. His he went to like grab his leg, and he kind of spun around like in the in the air, spinning like this, and then the guy's knee, his uh, teammate's knee, hit him straight in the open part of the face mask, and he was straight up down for like ten minutes. Like I thought at first it was is like you know concussion thing, and then they called the ambulance out like pretty fast. I don't know if like they yeah. cut the commercial how fast, but that was that was bad. They there were some this people that been... came out of the stands that were family members. I w- would assume that yes. they let come out, and yeah, that was a that was a bad injury. This has been a really bad year for uh, for the head injuries in the NFL. Yeah, and, and they they don't address it. Like it, the the concussion protocol thing hasn't been addressed in four years. They fired the guy that was like in charge of of that. I mean, the NFL at the end of the day, it's a business and they don't care. All they care about is ratings. They, they don't want to have freaking week with Kyle with Rex Ryan. Like how like 
you can tell how uh-huh. and upset he was what happened with Tua. And he's like, at the end of the day, you still have to think, even though these guys are grown men, they still have families. You think their mom and dad will want to see their cu- their son going back out there after getting concussed? He said, oh, I would have no. to it instantly, and he wouldn't be playing on Thursday. True. NFL cares about ratings and money. So and now, like, who knows? The, I mean, for all we know, Tua's not playing another game this year. If, if we hear a head injury, there's a great chance that that player's not returning into the game this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and I said it before with Tua, I mean – the, the, the Dolphins have been trying to find ways to, to make sure they don't bring Tua back. There was times that they were trying to bring Brady in. Now there's talks about them wanting Lamar Jackson. They just give up on Tua. And at this point, they, they don't care what happens with Tua. They don't. They didn't care about his health. They don't care. Sure. I wouldn't and disagree. I believe that Brian Flores was up to something. And he knows something that the NFL couldn't find when they did their investigation. And he said it, and they couldn't find it. I wouldn't disagree about it. It just is. The Dolphins look like shit. Yeah. Um, last thing I think we need to talk about is the Giants absolutely shocking the world and defeating the Green Bay Packers. At this point, it- we have to talk about the Giants and playoffs in the same sentence. They still have <clears throat> AFC South and NFC South to play, so they still have the Falcons to play. They already play the Panthers, and they beat them. They have the, um, the Titans that they beat. They have the Colts, they have the Jaguars, they have the Texans. They still have two games with the Washington Commanders. We're talking about a team that could probably sneak in the wild card slot. And Daniel Jones, there were times where he led drives in that game with Saquon being out. And he he's this whole thing with Aaron Rodgers doesn't have any receivers to throw to. Neither does Daniel Jones. His best receiver is Sterling Shepard Torres ACL. And now he's throwing to Lynn Swan of all people. Like, who, who the hell knows who he's throwing to? Because yeah, now they stink. Kadarius Tony stinks. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He got dropped pretty quick off the fantasy team. Same. Yeah. I, when I, because I was dr- driving up to the game and then when I pulled in parking lot, I saw, I took a look at the score and I saw that the Giants were winning. And I'm like, what the hell happened? Right now, no if, ands, or buts. Front runner for head coach of the air is Brian Dable. No ifs, ands, or buts. It's comeback. My comeback player of the year would be Saquon, right? Yep. Saquon and- is back. Wait. Holy he stays shit. healthy. He is back. Like that. That's that's wow. That was more surprising things. And I think, I think that game against the Patriots last week in this game shows why the Packers shouldn't be Super Bowl contenders. Even though they'll probably finish with a pretty goddamn good record, probably win their division. Like. I don't think they're, they're a Super Bowl. Con- they're not. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender. You know, it's like the division. I don't think. I I think the Vikings got it. I do. I, I think it's, it's going to be close. Vikings but... have a better offense, and their defense isn't terrible. And the Packers well, have a great. Does defense. Kirk Cousins have any more primetime games this year? Good question. He plays the Patriots on the on Thanksgiving at the night game. Well, hey, I know that loss. Thanksgiving. Yeah, they play the night game against the Patriots. Oh, sweet. And yeah, Kirk so, Cousins is going to lose that one. So I just want to, in case any of my family watches this, better be able to watch that fucking game. I'll eat some turkey. So letting this be known. I'm watching football. Understandable. Fourth and one. Ooh. Well, I think that, I mean, if there's any other games you guys want to talk about, we talked about the Browns and the Chargers earlier. There's one thing I missed about the Browns is that our defense is so bad that uh, not only did we have to make a trade directly right after yesterday's game, with the got the on Jones. 
it's a good pickup, but that just yeah. shows you how shit our defense is. That the guys didn't even, they didn't even leave the state and they had to stay there and make a trade that day because of how pathetic their defense is. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when you saw the Texans Jack score, was that as bad as bad of a score as you were anticipating, Robbie? I had a weird score. I had the Jaguars winning like twenty two fifteen. Like I know it's gonna be a weird score. I played James Robinson in fantasy because I thought he was gonna have a monster game. He didn't really do anything. Travis Etienne had a solid game. I'm like motherfuckers, like so annoyed. Who? Someone's coming in the door. And they're asking if I'm still doing the show. Yes, I'm still doing the show. Ooh, what a kick by the guy in the Raiders. Yeah, Carlson. Well, I think that just about concludes the show. I guess I'm basically getting told I'm getting kicked off. Oh, you're in trouble. Ooh. I'm not in trouble. Like they're leaving tomorrow. They gotta get up early. They're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Is that what they're saying to you? Probably. I mean, Zach had me cackling. <laughs> Talking about the size of Antonio Brown's penis. Donnie, one thing you should look into. That thing is huge. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm all set. Fucking hell. Okay. I'm all set. <laughs> all right. Um, we'll be back on Thursday. Yeah. Zach, as always, it's a pleasure having you on. Uh, the, just an absolute prize, sir. Thank you. Thank it's you. always a pleasure coming on, fellas. Uh, go Leafs go. It's going to be an exciting NHL season. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to kick it off tomorrow. Yeah, so it's the Leafs year, right? Damn right. Just like every year, it's going to be our year. And when it's not, it's okay because next year's another year. I like the way you think. Dust it off, try it again. Goddamn right. Um, so for everybody else that's here right now on Twitch, I'll be live tomorrow during the Yankee game. You guys get to see my genuine reactions to it throughout the whole game. Uh, Garrett Cole, Cal Quantrill, Yankees Guardians, kicks off tomorrow. I'll probably do every game, to be honest, this postseason. Unless unless I go to a game, then I won't be able to. Like I said, you better you we better go to that game if if you're able to go. Yeah, exactly. We better go to game three of the ALCS if they advance. We shall see. But I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna be like the Mets. I'm not gonna be like the Mets. Fair. Say we're gonna, you know, we're gonna prepare for the next round. We gotta see what happens. But we are gonna win though. Fuck One game Cleveland. at a time. Fuck Cleveland. We're winning. Fuck Cleveland, fuck the Ohio State. I don't know why you had to say that. You mean the team is going to win the uh, NCAA championship this year? Yeah. UConn? The Ohio State Buckeyes? Nah, UConn. UConn ain't got no shot, all right? UConn, get the fuck out of here with that suggestion. You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good one. <laughs> Not bad. Not the best, but it was solid. <laughs> I'm Robbie. That's Kyle. That's Zach. This is the Sports Cave. We'll be back on Thursday. Kyle and I will be back. Zach will probably do some comedy skit. 10-4.